Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. It's not the best one. It's not the great one. You're speaking with the juiciest one. I mean, it's just the energy. The energy is building up. All the talk is going to come to a to a to a to a ease, you know. It's over with. That's just the energy. I'm tired of hearing this story about him promoting this mental illness, about turning up the bottle, about putting that sugar daddy in his sugar mama in his nose, or that sweet candy, or that white girl, uh, whatever you want to call that powder. I'm tired of him talking about losing weight. Man, this is America, man. That goes on every day. I don't want no foreigner coming over here selling no story in the, in the, in the, in the, in the American public, suck into this because he has a, a British accent. Get the fuck out of here. Because if I was the one doing that, they'll call me a drug addict. They'll call me somebody that abused my body. They'll call me probably a terrorist. <laughs> it's just a different. I come from a different world. I ain't hearing that. But it's time. Everything he says... It's gonna be, he gonna, I'm gonna hold it against him. I can be the judge in the ring. Everybody that comes with him, they can't speak for him. They can talk that shit, but when they come in the ring, it's only me and him. He can have four trainers. I don't give a fuck who he got in his corner. He can have the, he can have, he can have the best of the best trainers in the, in the corner. They can't fight for him. They can't teach him nothing that is gonna be able to prepare for me because I'm a different, I'm one of a kind. <laughs> Y'all don't understand, man. Understand. Come on, man. Where have we seen? Who, who the last person you seen him knock out? It's been a while. All right, then. So we don't believe him. What he says, we don't believe. But what I say, you better take it. You better take it to the bank, because I don't play around in this sport, man. I say what I say, and I deliver it. And you got to be careful, man. They're going to tell you what he's going to do. He actually do it to you. And that's what I do. I'm a man of my word. Many times people have said what I can't do, what I'm not going to do. But you don't have the power to prove that to no one, do you? But I have all the power to prove that. Not only do I can tell you I'm going to knock you out, but when it's time to ha for it to happen, I show you what I'm all about. I show you. And it don't get no beautiful than that. Then a man can tell you what he's going to do and then do it. These fighters always worry about how bigger they are than I, whatever. Who give a fuck? Who cares? 
I know if they know them, they know me. You know, and that's just bottom line. I don't care. You never heard me talk about how big I want to be or what I give a fuck about that. I don't want to be big. I don't care who knows me. I like to be low key, down low. That's the way I roll. That way nobody won't understand or know what I have or possess. That way they won't have to be sitting back lurking and try to rob from me because I pity the fool that does that. I have a lot of people around me, positive energy, positive speaking, positive believing until that, until that energy is broken. And then it's consequences behind that action. See, I don't, I don't care about all that. But what I do about care, what I do care about is, 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 is protecting my family and providing for them. And what's I'm gonna do? I got a beautiful life, man. I got a happy life. I'm a happy being. Only time y'all see me in rays is when I turn into the bronze mama. But this is the this is the week of the fight. This is the time for it to happen, to everything to come out. I feel it, bro. You can't feel the power. You can't feel this energy? Oh my goodness. Radio right here. Oh my Listen, goodness. Man, you, you said that your people have been fighting for 400 Come on, years. man. Your people's you know, too. So I just want you to explain your people's what you mean too. By that. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all all know what I'm talking about, man. Don't sit up here and try to bait and not know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what the fuck I talk about when I say these things. Your people too. Explain it. I, I ain't got to explain what's understood. Radio Raheem. I don't have to explain what's understood, man. You know what I mean by that. You know what I said by that. I didn't got to go further. And if nobody, if anybody don't understand that, then God be with them. Go look up the history. Go look up the history. Shit, ain't, don't everybody believe in Google? Go Google that shit. See what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, man. You know what I dare you to sit up there and say, explain. You know what I'm talking about, man. His fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. To this day, to this day, you just sit here. You don't know what I'm talking about. Man, I'm out of here, bro. Let's go. Let's go, man. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después. Worldwide Latino pride. The ambassadors of violence. LAX K Dog, the notorious 187 homicide. I'm from Miami, not Compton. Down with the S's and the 6 4 hopping. To my body was in the 787. And then those up in Brooklyn pulling 211. I come through stomping, rolling in my low top chucks. Making sure you suckers feel me every time we bust. Shackled up like a nut going 5150. G'd up in the feed up. Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Conan. Millions of downloads and pound after pound of Iranian tobacco later. We remain the flagship show on the Jericho Network on Westwood One. I am your guest MC for the week, Benevolent, the Philly philanthropist, currently residing in Scotland, deported as a child by a bugle-beat father, disowned, rejected, but now spreading wealth and charity to soup kitchen workers and bugle beakers everywhere. You can follow me on Twitter at BenEvelynPP. This week on the show, the legendary star maker Kenny Bowen, the hurricane Shane Helms, plus listener emails, the Mass Republic Minute, the despicable purge continues, the world famous deadbeat daddy's disco list, and more. And now, without further delay, 
Let's hand it off to the master of the variable jam. It's Conan. Yo, we're back with episode 127 of Keeping It 100 with your boy Conan. The mighty, mighty D.I. And Jojo. What it do? Boom. What's going on? What's up? What's up? All right. So we'll start off with the shout outs as usual. Uh, Gorgeous Nagoyan. Something like that. Uh, Sounds like something Vietnamese. Gorgeous Nagoyan from L.A. Uh, When? Gorgeous. Is it N-G-U-Y-E-N? Yeah. Okay. That is pronounced when. That's one of the most popular names on the planet Earth. It's Vietnamese. It's pronounced when. All right, when. So gorgeous when, maybe that's what it is, gorgeous when. When, that's exactly what it is, gorgeous when. From L.A., uh, Dynasty 7 from Houston, Texas. Do you like these, uh, all these, uh, like, wrestling-type names, gorgeous when, Dynasty 7? Listen to this next one, Ace Diamond from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Lavi Margolin from Yonkers, New York. Uh, Check out his book, Trump Mania. With, with the subheading, Vince McMahon, WWE, and the making of America's 45th president. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. Uh, Dits on wrestling from Plymouth in the UK. Here's a wrestler from Melbourne, Australia. Here's a kind of wrestler's name, Slex. Uh, Irving Legend from Virginia Beach, Virginia, another uh, uh, indie wrestler. Anyway, so those are our shout-outs, people that are listening to us from uh, around the world in the United States. Thank you for checking in with us. Uh, I want to remind everybody to check out our Patreon site. That's where we make some real paper, no ads. Um, uh, And that's where we put all the extra stuff from backstage and wherever I'm at, whether it's AAA or, or, um, you know, Impact, wherever I'm at. And uh, we'll put up uh, extra goodies like uh, pro- regional promos, posters, uh, just cool stuff we're always putting up there. And uh, Disco's always putting up stuff from Sapphires where he works at. So check out Patreon and you can check that at Conan.me. And what other things can you get on other tiers, Joe? On the uh, $25 tier, we do uh, watch-alongs. You know, we're doing uh, matches that are voted, voted on by the subscribers. Subscribers also get segments like the uh, the mailbag and the Disco list uh, full Full and unedited, and uh, a couple of days early. Also, for the uh, for the ten dollar tier, we do uh, monthly roundtables with subscribers. You know, usually after WWE pay per views, and uh, there's also some video content, like you said, that, that uh, you you submit to me from uh, you know Impact, uh, Aralucha when you're there, AAA, uh, Disco submits clips now and then, especially of his uh, interactions with Joey DeFalco, which uh, the subscribers seem to like. And uh, five dollars gets all the extra audio. Um, and maybe hopefully in the future we might be doing video. If the people, um, I want you to put it out there, especially to our Patreon members, if that if we did a video version of the show, would they be willing to, you know, pay for that? Yeah. If not, why do it? Yeah. Um, it and I also heard in the one hundred dollar tier you'll be doing nude soon. Is that true? For a hundred dollars, absolutely. Okay. Hey, and, I want to do a, I want to do a little segment here. Right. Since we you do the shout outs, right? right? I'd like to follow that up every week with the purges. Okay. Oh, like every, yeah, yeah. So, so let me purge. So while you're shouting out some of these accounts. I'm going to purge a couple. Okay. Right. Uh, we're going to do this every week after the shout outs. So we'll just get okay. this over. Okay. We're going after a uh, uh, Glenn Gilberti at the real Dixo. Oh, okay? I know. And it says the one and only, uh, the, the one and only real disco inferno. Okay. Right. 
we know that's not accurate, so let me go here hmm. and come up to the... How many followers does he have? Uh, 115. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to block him. Okay, here we go. Block at the real Dixo. The, the Boy, thing right? about the real Dixo is he's fooled several okay. people because he, he always has the yeah. exact same profile picture as you. He always changes right. it when you and change it. And if you don't it, look so. right or you're tired. Well, he, did, or, yeah. he had, the, he had, the, he had the, the picture in the turkey suit. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going after another one here. I think this is a parody account, okay? Right. Um, so this, this one is the great Graham Boston. Right. Okay, and I think that's a parody account of Graham Boston. Um, right. So let me let me find this here. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm honestly not sure. I'm not sure if it's a parody or if it's like a backdoor account for Graham when he gets suspended. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't right. tell. Um, well, maybe that's you know maybe it's not a parody account then. Yeah. Let me see, Great Graham. Bo- uh, I can't find it here. These freaking guys haven't tweeted enough. Today. Okay, but I'm I'm going to be a. Uh, during the show, I'm going to get to that, but the great grand boss. Actually, you know what? The purges of, um, th- from now on, I just thought of this as Conan was doing the shout outs. Okay. Um, throughout this show, I'm going to randomly be up. Uh, I'm going to be searching to try to purge some of these accounts. Right. And, um, but these will all be done uh, from now on going forward. Well, they'll be done right after the shout outs, the purges. But today, it'll be sprinkled throughout the show. Yeah, because yeah. there's these guys haven't tweeted in a while. You got to search down my thing to, uh, you know, they, they, I, I guess they got the word. Maybe these guys aren't tweeting to me as much because they're scared they might get purged. Right. You know, well, that, which they should. That reminds yeah. me that also included on the $25 tier, I've been including the purge uh, a couple of days early with the disco list. So you can also get, you know, the purge early on the Patreon site if, if you want. And then since I do travel quite extensively, if I'm ever, if I'm ever at a, because it's very hard for all three of us to be in the same place at the same time or even with Shane. So if, if me personally, I'm ever like at an impact taping, like now that we're going to Nashville for three days or wherever we go with, um, with impact. Um, I know we're going back to Vegas. MLW. Um, yeah, MLW will be in uh, Miami, and we're going to Philly. And so, if you ever, if I'm ever in any of those places, uh, go up to the highest tier, and uh, we have a deal there for you too. Yeah. Um, and make sure to send questions to k100questions at gmail.com. Keep the letter short so we can read a grip of them. Um, and uh, and you can check us out. Uh, Joe's always interacting with everybody there on the Wheels of Steels at facebook.com slash k100. We got a lot of emails this week. We got a lot of emails. We got a lot of stuff let's, going on let, here. Let's go straight to the emails. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. This has been – plus people like on the Patreon, they like the mailbag segment that we put yes, it on Patreon. They do. Oh, Christ. Here we go. But we got to put it on the show. <laughs> this is great. Here we go. You ready for the first one? This is fantastic. The, this is from Russian Vids. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the subject, subject is – Bro, cow- that guy's gone off the actual deep end, right? Okay. Here's what, here's what he says. It's Dear Disco Dummy, Corn Dog – he spells it K-O-R-N Dog – and right. Joe Shimmy. J S spells like S C H E M A A E A M Y. I thought mean? Get it. No, it's just Joe. Instead of Joe Feeney, calls it Joe Scheme. Oh, Joe Scheme. Scheme. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought this show was called Keeping It One Hundred. I'll be honest. I think you're a bunch of cowards hiding behind Twitter and this show, afraid to face me. Afraid to face me in the reality that is the flat Earth. That I will shatter your preconceptions of a globe Earth. Afraid that I will inform your listenership of the blueprint to 911 can be found in the movie Back to the Future 2. Afraid that your listeners will become enlightened into the health benefits of drinking your own urine. Mm. Afraid that yourselves and listeners will become aware of my ongoing research into 
quote, male anal births, unquote. Why should women be the only ones that had the pleasure of bringing another life into the world? Disco, I'd be more than willing to, quote, unquote, research this with you. But if you're not willing to debate me live in the show, please desist in using me as the butt of your jokes. Yours, Ben Leachenko. Okay, that's not going to stop. Uh, right? This guy, this guy, this guy, this guy's trying to tell us to take it easy on him on Twitter. And I think he just ensured the fact that we are not going to take it easy on you on Twitter. Bro, and I don't care about your flat earth and all that other shit. No, I don't care. All I care about is the fact that you were trying to say that Vince McMahon knew 9-11 was going to happen because he had a tag team called Twin Towers. <clears throat> okay, that is my, my point of contention with you. It's ridiculous. It's asinine. It's completely not believable. And if you want to come on and defend yourself on that position specifically, we might find time, to, time for you. I don't give a rat's ass about the flat earth. We already had a, a, a far better flat earth expert on than you guys because this guy actually has like a uh the david well, let, me, guy well, let me tell you what i liked about david weiss you could at least have a civil discourse with him and it didn't reduce right. the insults to get his point across yeah. Yeah. and you trying to use reverse psychology on it's like oh i dare you to bring us on because you know that we'll talk to anybody and we don't give a fuck right. but uh, nobody's hiding from shit you know right. no. and uh, i gave you scientific proof on twitter with uh Aristophanes or whatever the, the, right. the Greek mathematician is, just look him up, father of geography, okay? Right. And I actually told you exactly, explained to you how he calculated the circumference of the earth. This was like 2,000 years yeah. ago. Bro. And then, wait a minute, then when we had modern instrumentation, it was exact same calculation. So you're trying to tell me that this thing has been happening for the last 2,000 years, ever since this Greek guy, and it's manifested in the fucking NASA. But anyways, not. But let me tell you where you really lost me. This is where you really lost me. How can I ever take you serious when you called me a liar? I told you I went up into a jet. That was in a dream, and I wasn't in Iran, and I saw the Earth's curvature. So if you're already calling me a liar, maybe you're the one that's in denial. And if you had half a brain, you'd be dangerous. He doesn't have half a brain. He's got no yeah. brain. He's, he's right. brain. You know what I call? What, the, 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 wait, the what was that last thing he said that I want to prove to you? There's a thing called male anal birth. Male anal birth. Yeah, he's researching it. I don't, bro. I don't. This guy. Uh, I want to well, think maybe that word, alone okay? disqualifies you and us ever having any sort of conversation ever again. This guy uh, is basically you. Can, you can like look at like basic basically. Call what him and his followers what, what they do. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, guys it's that, that, that back yeah, them up. The followers, yeah, they all follow the principles man. of imbecilism. Okay, yeah. where they're just imbeciles and they are reveling in the fact that they're imbeciles and they're saying imbecilic things. This is from Dustin Pooler, and the subject is natives' opinions on heart. Natives' opinion on heart. Okay. Uh, hey guys, native oh, here. You mean Kevin Hart. Uh, maybe I get yeah. So, hey guys. Hey, guy, native here, Miami Nation, offering an opinion on what you guys discuss. The Cowboys and Indians party isn't really offensive to most people. Same with the sports mascots. The Indians logo is a little more controversial just because it's so obviously an offensive character of a native with a huge nose and blood red skin. It's comparable to blackface, honestly. But the name isn't an issue. The only issue I had with you guys' commentary is D.I. saying Cowboys and Indians isn't comparable to the KKK and saying people need to get educated. If he's trying to pretend the two aren't comparable, the D.I. needs an indication. What Cowboys did to natives were worse than Anything the KKK could ever dream of doing. Look up Wounded Knee. Outside of that one issue, you guys were spot on. The outrage is pretty small in the community. Thanks, guys. Uh, keep it, keep keeping it 100. Bro, obviously what the Cowboys did to the Indians, uh, 200. how long ago was that? Well, 400 uh, years ago. Yeah, I mean, come on. Bro, wounded, wounded Knee. Saying, you know, 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wounded uh, Knee was in 1890, December 29th, 1890. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. they've been having beef with the fucking Indians and trying to get them off their land since they got here, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they turned but their we, backs we, on them in fucking but, Plymouth but we, Rock. Yeah. We've graduated to to this day and age where you know the the, the cowboys and Indians aren't battling anymore. You know what I'm well, saying? And, like, I, and and here's the other thing, bro. And just as we thought, and obviously he doesn't speak for everybody. And I'm you know um, uh, here's a Native American saying that it's not a big deal. So of course the fucking snowflakes have to make it a bigger deal than it really is when the actual Native Americans aren't making a big deal out of that. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, what was I saying? Just to clarify, this guy saying, yeah. "Well, I'm not saying that." Uh, you know, well, obviously, with the cow, well, what we did to the Native Americans many, many years ago is horrible. In modern day times, the cowboy Indian debate is not like the KKK in this day, in, in the day and age we've been brought up. And the KKK is a hate group that used to that predicate itself on hanging black people from trees. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> cowboys and Indians aren't, aren't you know, they're, they're they're living together these days. You know, they're with each other. That's that's definitely not a, yeah. That that's what I'm trying to say there. Obviously, all right. Yeah. And uh, and that is true because for a while, um, uh, the cowboys and Indians living together for a while. Um, Disco was living under the name Cowboy Glenn Gilberti and his squaw Juventud Guerrera, and they were okay, living. That's in, fake news. Okay, that's, I just heard something like that. I'm glad you heard something like that. You heard it's fake news, right? Right. All right. Here's the next one. It's from The Rock, and the subject is oh, biggest wow. money match. Well, I doubt this is the actual Rock. Um, uh, subject is biggest money match that never happened. Hey guys, what do you think was the biggest money match that never happened? I, I already know the answer to this. Hmm. Okay. Oh, well, he gives the four the four answers. Okay. Austin versus Hogan. Austin versus Brock, Austin versus Goldberg, or Cena versus Hogan. Obviously, the answer to this to me is Austin versus Goldberg. What do you guys think? Austin versus Hogan. The only uh, one I really would have—I don't know which would have been the biggest money match, but the one I would have liked to have seen would have been uh, Austin versus Brock. Actually, yeah. you know what? Though I'll, I'll tell you this. You know what? Oh, actually, the biggest money match that never happened is probably Austin versus Hogan. Yeah. Because that would probably draw the biggest money yeah. because you're talking about Hogan's gone through a couple generations of fans. You know what I'm saying? Like Hogan had two generations of fans. That would be the biggest money maker yeah. probably out of yeah, all. Rock, but the Rock, one I'd like to see is Austin Brock. Right. Rock and Goldberg basically had kind of one generation of fans. You know, like but but the Hogan's gone through. You know, he was very famous in the early the early to mid '80s. And then the which late was 90s. Another, a different era, and then the night and reinvented himself with the '90s. So yeah, that 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 Austin versus Hogan. And then really reinvented himself with the sex tape. Nothing. 
Well, they, they had a window to do it. In, uh, he's a porn star. Basically, he is. I mean, he's a porn star. Right? In, in uh, 2002, they had a window to do it, but you remember we, we did the Hogan versus Rock watch along for Patreon, and the reason that match happened instead of Hogan and Austin is because Austin didn't think that they could have a great match together, those two styles, you know? So that's why they went Hogan Rock. This one is from Kevin Gull. It's key, key. Is that the Whole Foods guy? Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and actually, his his email is kevingolwhatup at gmail.com. Oh, the subject is Big Baby Races <laughs> Strikes Again. What up, doe? Hey, guys, thanks for putting my snowflakeness on your show two weeks ago. Thanks to you and the tremendous work of the David Arquette Deathmatch video clip, I've been granted another booking for my over-the-top commentary skills. Granted, the only reason I got booked is because their number one to 99 choices were already booked. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm emailing is to call out the ingrate Big Baby Racist. He's been attacking Mike Holder lately, and I think it may be solely because he's a black guy, and we know how how that he feels about people of Mike's complexion. I wonder if he is singing hip-hop song lyrics in his head when he attacks Mike on Twitter. I call for a boycott on all big baby emails. Hope you join me in this boycott. Warning, my Wonder Woman costume stocking the shelves. Of, oh, wait. <laughs> this is his exit for the day. Wearing my Wonder Woman costume stocking the shelves of Whole Foods. PMA, Kevin Go. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is from Luke Smith. Uh-oh. Uh, our Australian friend. Following friend of the show. Wait, Joe made a little like uh, yeah. What's wrong with that? Why do you, no, like, no, no. Why don't said, you like Luke Smith? I said uh oh because I, f- I thought this email was going to be him coming back at uh, Jared Aviat who who sent an email uh, trashing Luke Smith if you remember, but oh, apparently right. it's that's not. Right. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't go along those lines. Okay. So okay, the subject is LAX. Hey guys, question for K Dog: Has LAX had any any interest in WWE? Would you ever go there with the group in the future if the opportunity arose? I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. <laughs> also, hearing Ray talk on Lillian Garcia's podcast about his son, Dominic, would you ever consider being a mouthpiece for him in the future as he begins his career? Luke Smith, Australia. Um, uh, the first one, I I don't think I'd do very well under the WWE structure, you know, having to wear a fucking suit or whatever. You have the t- b- b- shirt and tie every day. I'm kind of like, I like to do my own thing, but I'm not saying that that's totally out of the question. I know there's been interest in them for sure. Um, and then the other one is, uh, well, Dominic's my godson, and obviously if he needed me to do something with him, I would. Well, what obviously— I would, I would love to wrestle Dominic. If you manage Dominic, I would, I would like to wrestle him. Well, that may be happening soon. What? Maybe, maybe. Dominic just... needs to work some people to learn how to wrestle. I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting in there and beating his ass up. Okay. Oh, Christ. This one's from Adam Hughes. Uh, oh, you know who is that the Hughesley guy? Yeah, it's Hughesley. Okay. Um, okay, subject is Hughesley. Somewhere in there, he'll invite you on his show with some important question. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm telling you on this email. The subject, is, the subject is Hughesley versus Graham Boston and Conan. Oh, shit. First of all, I got to say that I'm pretty disappointed in Conan that he would allow Disco Inferno to be so racist towards Irish people, considering that Ireland is Conan's hometown. Yes, Conan is Irish, and his surname is O'Brien. It's Hughesley. Hello. <laughs> Anyway, this Graham Boston, while he may quack his duck, that means jerking it, by the way. So the sound of you guys that is a tremendous sound of quack his duck. That's Irish for jacking it. Yeah. Yeah. To the sound of you guys saying his name on the show. In reality, the guy private mailing people apologizing for stuff he says. Mm. I have my private email saved. It was embarrassing and had spelling and grammar mistakes. Plus, he said racist stuff to Mike Holder. That's way beyond being a quote comedy troll. Oh, and speaking of unrelated stuff, 
Disco Inferno, you anti-Irish bigot. Me, Conor McGregor, Bono, a potato, and liter bottle of Pogue's whiskey are coming for you. Unless, of course, you appear on the smash hit, it's hugey. Hello. Well, I will interview you for 15 to 20 minutes, and you shall be asked the question that will change podcasting forever. P.S. KG, think that Prince was the hottest chick of the 80s, and it's hugey. Hello. Mm. All right. Let me explain something to you, hugey. Hello. Uh, your little... Thing with disco coming on the show which obviously you don't understand that the more you ask the more you shall be denied and plus i love the fact uh troll parody accounts trolling each other and getting each other mad but yeah. um i'm pretty sure that in ireland and if not you can look it up on youtube uh peanuts you know how every year fucking charlie brown which lucy would hold the football and charlie brown would go to kick it and she'd move it yeah you know that one di uh the, what is it called again Okay, you were reading something, weren't you? <laughs> you know, I'm peanuts on Charlie Brown. Yeah, how peanuts, every, right, right. Lucy would hold the football. Right, and they miss and then, every time, yeah. And then she'd always say next year, you know, she wouldn't move in every year she'd move right. it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what this is going to be like, hugely. I think I'm going to start a GoFundMe to try to get Disco on its Susie Hello. Obviously, it's so important to him, and he is a part of the Creative Control Network. I think it's. I, now, what he will do, what Disco will do, is take the money. Go buy some dinner. Take a picture of the dinner that he bought from the GoFundMe <laughs> and put it on Facebook. That's exactly yeah. what will happen. I may just go buy the groceries and cook the dinner and put it on Facebook. <laughs> right. Or, or Snapchat. I Snapchatted the other day. I got Snapchat too, by the way. The Mighty DI, if you guys want to follow <laughs> Snapchat. Um, the next one's from William Bob, and the subject is NDN Snowflakes. Number one, tell DI shush on the NDN, a.k.a. Native American issue. What's NDN, What's NDN? Native American? I don't know. NDN. Uh, Hold on here. NDN. NDN, a.k.a. What? So the cowboy and NDN party is not offensive at its base. The offensive part is the slutty Indian princess dress, the multicolored feathers, and the comments to follow. The feathers not everyone can get, but come on, make them look nice. Our women's dresses did not look like that. This all happens, and then squaw, go back to where you came from. We should just have killed them all, follow soon after. I've been in schools and educated children on natives, but Billy Bob and people like Disco comment it happened in the past and squall like we are now a Lord of the Rings myths. Um, this is kind of bad grammar. I'm a hundred percent Colville tribal member from Washington State. Know this, speak this. First of all, I'm not racist against. Uh, I think I'm just trying to make a, a point here that I might be like racist against Indians. Right. I don't. I mean, I, don't, I just don't think. I just think when kids are cosplaying and dressing up as other things. There's nothing really of, of unless you're making fun of people. If you're just dressing, you know, if you're just dressing up because the costumes that they wear and, and their culture look kind of cool to wear because you don't wear them usually. I don't see anything wrong with that. And if people are getting offended that by stuff like that, I would say, hey, I, you know, okay, maybe, maybe you're offended, but I, I, I just don't see much in it to be I honest. Now, what, what, what did you find out what that NDN yeah, meant? It just says NDN is short is a shorthand spelling for Indian, a term that some Native Americans oh, Indian. Yeah, Indian, in, in yeah. the United Indian. States used to refer to them. Oh, NDN, Indian. All right. Yeah, Indian, oh, Indian, so. yeah, Indian. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It seemed like part it's of his problem. Right. It seemed like part but of his problem. But what's the acronym? Here. NDN, like Native. No, no it, Indian. It, That's it, just shorten the the wording. So it's like phonetically spelled. Yeah, it okay. like abonics. Indian. Indian. Yeah. Indian. Uh, I think part of his problem, it seems here though, is is the costumes. Not so much for the kids, but when you get older, you know, you go to like an adult costume party and you wear like the Indian costume and. You yeah, know. but it's just because of something. I think Indian costumes kind of gives a shit, bro. It's a fucking party. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You got to dress up as something. How did this guy feel about If you fucking dress sheep? up as a Roman guy, then you fucking, if you have dress up as Jesus, if you, for everything, there's 
something, bro. It's a fucking party. Can you fucking go out there and have fun? How have, you know what I'm saying? About Bill Scarpo, whatever the guy's name is, an Italian guy from uh, from New York, New York, wherever he was, uh, being Chief uh, Chief J. Strongbow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these guys are probably being incensed at that. You know, <laughs> so that's, I mean, you know, big deal, right? It's like, Jesus. All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Business is just picked up. <laughs> the next one is from Graham Boston. And uh, it's key one to K. Hello, lads. It's your pal. He spells it P and with like 10 A's L, pal. The great Graham Boston. I asked my daughter if she thought it was great. She said yes. That's nice. Conan, you asked why does the great Graham Boston have so much heat? I don't know why, but this quote came to mind. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Glenn, growing up in Georgia, you you have been aware of the Atlanta child murders. Do you have any memories of this period and have you looked into any of the conspiracy theories, i.e. a child sex ring, an organ harvesting operation, Magalie's masquerading as an occult group, a Charles Manson helter-skelter-esque Atlanta-based militia, or the murders considered committed by a married branch of the KKK? I don't believe Wayne's, Wayne Williams murdered all those children, but he was affiliated with some high weirdness. Anyway, hope you all are all well. So long. Yours faithfully. Divorce Daddy Dollars, a.k.a. the Great Grand Boston. P.S. Glenn, the Apostle Peter denied Jesus three times. On Twitter, you deny me twice. Do you get the correlation? Oh, that's, that's blasphemous. Oh, it's, it is blasphemous. He says he, send, he keeps sending me private messages, too, on Facebook, <laughs> and he actually sent me a documentary on the uh, the what do you call it? The, the, the Atlanta child murders. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not. I'll be honest with you. Bro, do you remember that or no? Yeah, of course I remember. But I'm not interested <laughs> in it. So the next yeah. one is from Mike Holder. Yeah. People mm-hmm. ring announcer. Uh, the subject is Snowflake Society out of control. What's good, guys? So after listening to the last two episodes of the show, I've come to the conclusion that today's society are schmucks and fuckboys to the highest degree. Here are my thoughts on a few things. The Kevin Hart Cowboy and Indian Party. Last time I checked, racism is taught and not inherited. So if a child asks his parents to give a cowboy an Indian party, it is a racist because it's a child who doesn't know this issue. Another now is the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer old-school TV cartoon. Now people are saying the cartoon is promoting bullying, misogynists, and racists. I, I read this too, by the way. Yeah, yeah so did uh, I. Really? Yeah, bro, really? When did society go sideways where we were offended by shit that's just plain funny or just entertainment? I agree from last week's shows that shows like Good Times, All in the Family, Sanford Son, Chico and the Man, Married with Children, the Jeffersons would never be able to see the light of today in today's entertainment scheme. I blame parents after the late 90s, early 2000s for coddling and suffocating their kids and not letting them enjoy being kids. I was born in 1972, grew up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I can honestly say when I played sports, everyone didn't get a participation trophy. My mother didn't coddle me and made sure I was prepared to deal with the world as it was then. It is sickening to the point where you can't simply conversate with people anymore. I wish we'd go back to the days when I could miss my friends, where I could diss my friend's mother, fight about it, and then be friends again later. Those days are long gone. Thanks for the content allowing me to be to be on the round tables, best podcast in the game today. Boom, Mike Holder. Uh, you're interested. Your email is interesting, but you didn't ask any fucking questions. All you did was just like basically just <laughs> like like you're a part of like like that. He but basically, I just got to read Mike Holder's statement on all the issues on our show. <laughs> right. Well, right. he isn't he isn't wrong. And the one thing that is funny about that era, because I grew up in that era and watch all those shows he's talking about, is that back then, you know, your parents let you watch TV unless something was very fucking. Uh, Obviously, today it's very hard to, to, to stop that with the internet, but unless something was like going to be too graphic, 
you know, um, uh, you know, sexually or, or some sort of horror movie or something like that. But other than that, they let you watch everything, you know, and you fucking made up your own mind. And it's just ridiculous. You know, he's absolutely right. You know what was recently, um, the, if you Google it, you'll see a lot of articles about it, about, you know, millennials coming out against a show that's on Netflix. It was a very popular show in the 90s. It wasn't one of those, fa- uh, you know, Married with Children or Sanford and Son that you think might come across as offensive. Now right. really offending the millennials is Friends. They're yeah, coming out. Come like, on. They're coming no, out against some, friends. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Maher talked about that. Well, he said, you know, basically, bro, what are, are they being fat, offended about? It's homophobic. It's, it promotes oh, bullying and fat bro, shaming. It's, it's pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, like, we're, we're growing up, like, these people that get offended, they're, they're completely weak minded people. If you can't, if you can't, like, if you cannot. Bro, that's like back in the day. Let me finish this off. If you can't tell the difference between comedy and, and, uh, and like things that affect you know, if you don't, if you can't understand comedy when it's being delivered as comedy, and you can't take it as comedy because you're seeing it as something else, your cognitive reasoning ability is not very good. Right. Okay. And second of all, people like you are are probably atrocious in stress management situations. Like anything that stresses you, you sound like you can't handle it. Why would you hire anybody like this to work? For you? Plus, these are period pieces, bro. You don't you know, fucking you don't if, question why in the 1920s women were dressing fucking with ha- big ass hats and all covered up and the swimsuits. That's how it was back then. And they had and they would they call women toots and broad and that's yeah. how, you know that's how it was. Let me tell you something. If I was having to hire somebody. Okay, and if I give them like a question or like thing, I would ask them, "Are you offended by the show Friends? Are you like I would ask them what offends them? And if they're offended by things that that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be offensive, I wouldn't hire the person because that person does not have the mental strength to navigate his way through stress management situations and probably can't multitask. Probably can't. Probably can't chew, eat and chew, chew, you know, walk and chew gum at the same time. <clears throat> and when, and when you're dealing, can like, you imagine? That's what I've seen. So, like, how unfun the parties must be these days for if you're under 25. Like, oh, and, oh my god, terrible. But uh, just a side note: Friends, as of January 1st, 2019, is no longer being carried by Netflix. So there you have it. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. That, they're giving into these fucking. Who would find that show? That you know just, what I mean? Whatever. Bro, they're just tools. I mean, like the people these days, they're just they're, they're douchebags. They're tools. Uh, and they're and we're, brother, they're giving them power by by giving in to these people. Yeah. You know, it's horrible what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's been the letter section, man. Thank you guys for uh, interacting with us and enjoy the rest of the show. Boom. Hey, this is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to Keeping It 100 with my friend Lucha Libre legend ECW OG Conan and his bumbling, stumbling, no showing sidekick. Disco Inferno? Of all the people to pick. I mean, Batman had Robin. He was at least capable. I've had 52 House of Hardcore shows. I haven't booked Disco Inferno on any, and I've even used Robbie E. Conan, my friend. What's up with that? Ugh. Anyway, Conan's cool. Disco, not so much. This is the People's Tramp Felicia Rose, and you're listening to Keeping It 100 with my boy Conan and that doofus Disco Inferno. Oh, and by the way, Fuck Mitch Valentine. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Kenny, uh, Kenny, how long did you work at OVW? 17 years. 17 years. Mm-hmm. So you've seen them all come and go. Seen them all. Okay. So you've belt. seen them all. I want to I I ask you this. I want to ask sure. you this. I want your take on it because we've never had discussions like this before. I, I want your take. All right. Um, you, you, you are very all, – all of us old school guys – share a similar view on professional wrestling like the way it used to be and the way it is now right? i would agree with that yeah okay all right uh what i was what i want to ask you is coming through ovw who were guys that you like because you know because i'm not you know creatively i'm sure you had discussions with Cornette and stuff and all these guys about guys that were coming through no who were guys that that you had a good for, a, a correct first impression of and guys that you were just way off on your mm-hmm. first impression like right. the most memorable ones coming through there. Well, Sylvester Turkey was the one who became one of my better friends in the company, Sly Turkey. And uh, he was the the champion fighter in, in Japan uh, with the MMA style wrestling over there. And um, whatever happened to him, I haven't heard of him ever since he left well, WWE. He, uh, he got into movies a little bit and he got into a used car. He was, well, not used cars, he was selling uh, cars in Pennsylvania. And I haven't talked to him in a year or two. I've got his number, and I need to do that because he was a very, very close friend. Right. Um, I, I'm sure that Disco uh, knows uh, mine and Cornette's religious views, and mm-hmm. and Sly was on the other end of that. But it's amazing. Rico Constantino is another one of my dearest friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rico is a very, very religious man. And, and as you all know, uh, me and Cornette, uh, not so much. And uh, But it's amazing how many of the very religious people that came through OVW became very dear friends of mine. I mean, whether they were trying to save me or not, I don't know. But, uh, but Sly Turkey was one of, one of those. And I was so close to him and so liked him so much as a human being that I didn't realize that he might have not just been cut out as much for the WWE as I thought he was. I was evaluating on being a good, decent human being and also being a hell of a fighter, a hell of a tough guy. But when it comes to the working part of it and cutting the promos, uh, he wa- after stepping back from a year or two and taking a look at it, he wasn't as quite cut out for the WWE as he was for Japan. He, he was man-made for Japan. Okay, so who were the guys that, like Disco said, first sight, you were like, wow, this guy thinks going to be somebody, and who did you see and you didn't see much in them and they turned out to be better than you thought? Wow. Okay. Well, Sly Turkey was one. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum with John Cena. Right. Not a lot of people realize that when they were trying to cut Rico, and that story's been told uh, several times, but when they were trying to cut Rico, they, they didn't want Cena either. But right. we never told Cena because we didn't. We thought he might take his ball and go home, and we didn't want him to go home. Right. Rico was battling tooth and nail. Rico wanted to be a WWE super, superstar. And me, Cornette, and Danny Davis were in all agreement there that uh, that he would be. Well, right. they cut him. They actually cut him. But fortunately, Stone Cold Steve Austin came down and worked with him at the Louisville Gardens. We had a bit with him, and he was just overly impressed with Rico. And, and I said, well, you know, glad you liked him because WWE just cut him. And he says, you know, what are you talking about? So fortunately, WWE was coming to Louisville a, a few weeks after that. And he set up a meeting between uh, Danny Davis, uh, Stephanie McMahon, Rico, and Cornette, and got a meeting amongst all of them. And they bought. Re- they said, "Hey, just put him on the road for those ninety days, because you know they get paid the ninety days after they've been cut." And they said, "If he's got what it takes, then let's reevaluate reevaluate your your situation here. And if he doesn't, then let him go. But let's let him prove what he's got th- th- during that ninety days." So Rico saved his job with that ninety days. But Vince McMahon admitted on the DVD that Danny Davis and I are both on 
that he didn't see any talent in John Cena, that he didn't get it. And he, and he wanted to let him go. And, uh, we all begged him like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, I mean, he might not have the wrestling skills yet, but he's a walking natural promo. And normally they'd put the guys who couldn't speak very well with me so I could cut the promos for them. But, uh, that was not needed with a Cena, but we, he, Cena and Rico, I'm sorry, Cena, Rico and I interacted with each other so well that they kept us all three together anyway, even though both were fully capable of cutting their promos on their own. And, uh, so Vince didn't see any talent in them, but we did. So that was on the opposite spectrum. Let, uh, let me, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> when you, you got the, cause you, you were in OVW, you got the backstage John Cena, the John Cena that people see on, on mm-hmm. total divas. Mm-hmm. Was he always that quirky? Yes. Like how this, he, he was, he's like that, like he's been that guy from day one. He's been that guy from day one. He, uh, knew he was a promo machine when he got here. He had no, we would have promo class and no one could ever stump him. Basically, Danny would give you four or five subjects and you had to work those subjects into a promo and they, they could never stump him. And, who's, uh, who's a guy down there that stunk at promos, uh, when he started, but turned out to be really good. Wow. God, you know what? That is so rare that that happens that if they stink when they get here, chances are pretty good. They stay. I tell let me, you, let I me tell you, Kenny Fedway was Matt Morgan, mm-hmm. Matt Kenny. Morgan. Yes. Go ahead. Let me tell you something that I figured out about Cena one day by mistake. Go ahead. One of the reasons that he was so good early on at promos mm-hmm. is because he knew how to freestyle rap. And obviously mm-hmm. when you're freestyling, everything's off the top, right? right. Oh, so I once saw him doing a rap battle mm-hmm. against, and I like rap battles. I do too. And, okay. So I saw him against this guy that was a badass. Okay. Yeah. Cena kept up with him. Yeah. He didn't he? Didn't and I was like, wow. So <laughs> he has that ability to think, you know. Uh, oh yeah. On, on his feet. Yeah. Well, that's why he was so good in promo class. You couldn't give him anything that he couldn't come up with a promo with. Right. And I've seen him do some of the rap. See, I can't rap a lick. I don't have a rapping bone in my body. I don't believe that. I found it hard to that, believe. Kenny, I think you, you sound like a southern rapper. Your son and rapper, disco you know? should get together and make a rap. Huh? Christopher can rap. My son can rap. And he said to send his apologies to both of you. He desperately wanted to be on the show with us today, but he's begging uh, Conan to come back on again and talk us some more lucha. He says right. he's got a ton more questions for you. Bro, my we- favorite thing to talk with you is music. You're fucking awesome with that. Um, but before I get into that, I wanted to ask you a question since I wanted to ask you a question since you brought his name up and yeah. you're here on the show. Right. You you said Cornette a couple of times. Uh, Are you and him friends again or no? That is funny that you asked that because we have had a rough couple of years. Right. Primarily over the uh, me working with uh, Vince. Vince Russo. Right. And me having absolutely nothing to do with his co-host Brian Last anymore because he cast an opinion on my children after two shows trying to say we're killing the ratings and they were doing this. He didn't want them on the show no more that they put him in his place on the show. But both my, I call them my kids. One's my son. The other one's my daughter-in-law, but right. they just buried his ass on a show talking about why we took out the APV where we didn't take it out, but we encouraged Vince to do so to take out, uh, not an APB. What do you call uh, a protective order? Because Jimmy had convinced me, his best friend of 42 years, right. that he was going to kill Russo. Right. And if he wasn't going to do it, he was going to have it done. Right. And that's all I kept hearing week after week after week, how he was going to do it, and this, that, and the other. And, of course, the fans chiming in, well, you know better. There's no way. 
uh, your cornets all mouth. You know, you don't know Jimmy the way I do. None of you out there uh, get the right to tell me how to evaluate Jimmy. I've known him for 42 years, for longer than that now. We have talked almost every day for 42 years, interacted with each other in one form or another for 42 years. And when he convinces me that he wants Vince Russo dead and he's going to find a way to do it, and he's just irrational enough to make him think that he can get away with it. Right. Well, there was two reasons I encouraged Russo to do it. Number one, I like Russo and I didn't want to see him dead. And number two, I didn't want to see Jimmy go to jail because I knew damn well he couldn't serve the time. And I'm sure Conan and probably you both know that as well as I do. Jimmy in a prison ain't going to go well. Right. So I felt that I was protecting both of them. So he thought that I was just trying to take credit for it to get YouTube views or whatever, that I actually had nothing to do right. with this. So I just let him believe whatever he wanted to believe. And then finally he pressed me on it. And I said, yeah, Jimmy, I told him. So he not only was he upset that I quit doing a show over Brian last running his mouth about my kids. Right. Not only was he upset that I went over and worked for Russo's network, but I'd, I'd done, I'd done three or four shows with Russo before I ever went to his network. Right. And Jimmy wasn't happy about it. And he banned me from his show for like six months once over that crap. Right. And, uh, and I just told him, I said, I'm tired of, of, of dealing with a five-year-old in this situation. You know, I'm, I'm going to be friends with who I want to be friends with. Right. And I don't care if Cornette despises both of you. I like you. And if I want to do your shows, I'm going to do your shows. And if y'all want to do mine, you're going to do mine. Jimmy does not get to say whether or not this happens or not. But he looked at it as, a, and he still does, that I stabbed him in the back. I aligned myself with his worst enemy. Well, his worst enemy hadn't done anything to me. And as far as I see it, Russo never did anything to him. Uh, two companies picked Vince over Jimmy and Jimmy never got over that. He would hate me just as bad had it been me. Right. If those companies had picked me over him. Jimmy would hate me just as bad as he hates Russo. Right. And I know that. <clears throat> and uh, so we're and it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny when you mentioned that, because when I was in uh, MLW, mm -hmm. uh, like before to the, okay. Yes. When I was at MLW, Jim Cornette was on the same network or whatever the fuck, the MLW network. I, up until somewhat recently. All right. So we wanted to have Mark Madden on the show. Right. Right. And he was like, no, you know, you can't have Madden on the show. It's like, bro, it's not your fucking show, <laughs> you know, but you know, he got good ratings for court. And court was like, look, I don't want you guys to have no beef. He's doing good for me. And I was like, all right, dude, but this is fucking bullshit. You yeah. Know? yeah. But yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't want us to have Madden on the now, show. Now, wait a minute. Where, where, where did Jimmy get the rights to call who you can have on your show and who you can't? Yeah, right. Well, that's what I'm, I'm getting at. And I like Jimmy, bro. I do like him, but you told me that when you were on my show. Yeah. When he gets, Here, he gets wild. Here's the, yeah. Ask me, this is true about Cornette. Okay. Mm -hmm. And also kind of similar about you too. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> This uh, this sorted out there. Do, do, you guys are very conservative in your views on professional wrestling. You're very liberal on your views on politics, and I find that an interesting. Really. Uh, well, I, I just find that an interesting mix, right? Mm -hmm. I I I contend that people that are like that that choose both sides are do that so you can argue with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, you, you like? I mean, I like to argue. Okay, wow, I, I, really? I, I like having friendly arguments with people. And I do not like you know, I do not like nasty stuff. I like having friendly <laughs> arguments with people, but yeah. like you know, I, I can see how that 
could be like the reason you argue politics is because like you just like you just choose a side almost. Have, that- well, you, you're closer to the truth than you realize. Have you listened to very many of mine and Jimmy's shows when he has me on to pick a side and he picks a side? Are you okay? Yeah, I've used so I used to watch your shows when you guys listen to your shows together. I, I liked your shows, right. and I was always like, God, this guy just loved it. I go, I, I just always thought it was just a weird, a weird dynamic. There like, was never no, rooted in conservatism when you're dealing with the the, the, the business that you, you do, uh-huh. but you're very liberal in your views uh-huh. and politics. And I'm like, that that's a weird mix for me. Yeah, uh, you're right to a degree, other than the fact that Jimmy, and I've told him this on his own show, and I've told him to his face, Jimmy's a fa- Jimmy's a fake liberal. I go, I, I, this week helped and, and I, and I ain't got no money guys. I'm telling you, I mean, I've been on disability for about 10 or 12 years and it's taken almost every ounce of savings I've had, uh, just to get by for the next 12 years on top of the crumbs that I get, uh, doing, um, on disability and then whatever I can make doing these shows. Jimmy, uh, on the other hand is loaded, uh, has been loaded most of his life. Uh, his bad days are when he goes on his shows and bitches about losing fifty to sixty thousand dollars in the stock market in a day. Um, I, on the other hand, if I had sixty thousand dollars in my bank account, know I can live for the rest of my life. So that's how different he and I are when it comes to that. I helped some, uh, well, not homeless people. Uh, we helped me and Chris and my help the homeless quite a bit, and uh, here in the Louisville area, that, because there's a lot of them that live, believe it or not, near us. And, uh, but we found some people that were starving over Thanksgiving that we'd gotten wind about. And we made, we made arrangements with some of the restaurants here in town to feed, uh, these five families. And plus we contacted some food banks and are getting them set up for quite some time. Jimmy wouldn't do that in a million years. Jimmy would never, we, we, we've taken, you think he would keep some of the food for himself. <laughs> it's like the Rip Rod, he'd do the Rip Rogers. He'd take, he'd take the leftovers. <laughs> I don't know that he would go that far, but he's not going to, he's not going to go through the trouble to right. drive around Louisville and look for homeless people living under bridges. If someone writes him on Twitter and says, Hey, Jimmy, I'm starving. I live 10 miles from you. Could you order me a pizza? Because that's what I did. Uh, me and some of my friends ordered Pete Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office More than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell Well there you have it, you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com Play for free right now, are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary, void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And had them sent to people on Thanksgiving. And uh, they had a sale, buy one, get one free. So we were sending two pizzas to a lot of these families along with chicken and and desserts and everything. And I'm not, I'm not doing that for a pat on the back or anything. I'm doing it because it's <laughs> but, what I'm made of. But I do like that you're getting the buy one, get one free. Yeah, the buy one, get one free. I might not have done it otherwise. But I do love the fact that... What a, what a worker, right? <laughs> but I do love 
I do love the <laughs> fact that Jimmy wouldn't do that. That's kind of no, overreached. No, right. no, he will not do that. He and here's the here's a statement he made to me and my hand to whoever it is you guys pray to. Jimmy once wanted gas to go up to five fifty a gallon. He was pissed because he was losing a ton of money in the gas. I said, Well, Jimmy, all the traveling you do, gas is now a buck eighty seven a gallon. You're saving a ton of money. He says, No, you idiot, I'm losing a ton of money. I want <laughs> gas at five fifty a gallon so that my my uh my dividends are back up. And basically he said, Screw everybody. And they can pay, you know, because right. I'm losing money when gas is this cheap. I said, you heartless son of a bitch. I said, you're more worried about your bank account than you are the millions of people that these $1.87 gas prices are helping. I said, that's the difference between you and me. Okay. And, but there's a lot of differences. He and I are really polar opposites when it comes to that. I love people. Jimmy hates people. Kenny, I have a question. Uh, do you watch yeah. a lot of wrestling today still? Uh, on speed search. Who, yeah, who, who are you a fan of? Like, who do you stop to? Like, oh, like I, 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 I watch Elias and I watch a couple other things, but who do you, know do you watch? I've grown, I've grown on Elias. He is a actual, he's a true talent. Uh, I love Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. and I love Oscar and I cannot wait for a Kari Sane to make her way to the WWE so they can screw her up. What, what do you got going on now? What do you want to plug? You got a show, a book, anything, anything that you got going on, uh, Kenny? My, my book still actually sells decently. My book is called uh, I Probably Screwed You Too, The Mostly True Stories of Kenny Starmaker Boland. Lots of great stories in there that mostly are true. Uh, you can get my T-shirts. I know you hate it when we rip off other logos, but I do have a bowling club t-shirt. <laughs> my design. Very nice. And it's a matter of fact, it's been my best selling shirt I've ever had. We've also got the BS logo, which was stolen from the movie battle Royale from my son. Uh, right. you familiar with that movie, Conan battle Royale? No battle Royale. It's this wicked, gross horror movie, uh, about a last person standing to where all these Asian kids are put on an Island and, only one kid's going to come off that island, and it's called Battle Royale. Is this an Asian movie? Yes. Yeah, Japanese movie. Yeah, the, Jap- the Asians, they have some really wild out there scripts, <laughs> yes, man. They, I love watching. <laughs> yes, them. they do. Uh, we've got the uh, my Beats by Bowling headphones that I sell. My Monster Intunes uh, are what I wear on the, all the, the Bowling, uh, Bowling Alley shows. We've got the Bowling Media microphones. And there's a link on my Twitter page off to the left on the profiles that gives you a link to my store. But I don't have you order from the store. You write my inbox. The more you buy, the better deal you get. Anybody that's never heard Kenny before, too, it's B-O-L-I-N. When he B-O-L-I-N. says Bowling. Not, not B-O-W-L-I-N-G. No, 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 no Bowling. The Twitter account is at Starmaker Bowling. And the Facebook page is backslash Starmaker Bowling, B-O-L-I-N. Yo, Kenny, it's been a pleasure, man. We're going to have you on again, and we got to talk some music, especially that Miami old school scene, which you're a fan of. And um, everybody support, you know, Kenny Bowling. And thank you for being on Keeping It 100. Boom. So we've had a few new products uh, have been advertising on our show, and one of them is Blue Chew. I'm sure people have heard about this. And Joe and Conan, uh, would you like to share some of your experiences with Blue Chew so far? Well, I've started. Uh, I started taking it as soon as they came aboard, and um, you know, it's actually it's been a lot happier around the uh, Feeney household. Plus, the thing I really like about it is the fact that it comes right to your door. You know, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. You don't have to go to the doctor or any of that stuff. Yes, uh, it is much happier at the Feeney household. Even the cats are happy. It's Nothing. true. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, 
the blue chews, bro, though, that shit's bomb. So when you're ready to get it in, when you're ready to cut the grass, whatever your terminology is, uh, that shit works. You know, it's bro, it's better than to me than the than Viagra. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? well, yeah. the whole thing is if you're looking to last longer, go a few extra rounds. You go to bluechew.com and bluechew.com, it's the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. Right. So, check this out it's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work and they're chewable. So they'll work faster than a pill, sometimes up to twice as fast. That's one of the complaints people have had about Viagra and Cialis is you got to take them and it like, takes too much time. And you can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. It's got no restrictions like that. And this stuff is cheaper than the other two, so this is a no-brainer. Basically, if you like sex, you'll like BlueChew.com. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line because BlueChew ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. I just got my package today. It's a very simple process to go online. And if you want it uh, a little bit cheaper, we got a great deal for the listeners of the show. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code K-O-N-N-A-N. All you do is uh, pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, C-H-E-W, dot com. And the promo code is K-O-N-N-A-N, Codan. Just pay the $5 shipping. Your first order is free. Trust me, I guarantee you, you'll be wanting to order it again. Right. And as we've said before, everything we promote is something one of us have used. So right. we can definitely guarantee you you'll like this. Check out your blue shoes. Boom. Sex of 
Shane Helms' favorite segment of the show, the Shane Helms segment with his favorite guest, Shane Helms. What it do? Boom. Boom, man. I'm still uh, still down here in sunny Orlando where it's sunny sometimes. It'll be right. sunny at 3 o'clock and it'll be uh, flooding at 4. Then the sun right. will come back out at 5 for half an hour. So, uh, Is it raining a lot over there? Uh, you know, it rains a little bit during the days. Uh, it, like It came down pretty heavy uh, earlier for like 20 minutes, like the damn end of the world type rain. And then it was just, and then it was gone like it never happened. Right. So, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting acclimated to it though. I'm having, I'm having a real good time down here though. We did a couple of live events uh, this weekend, uh, one in Tampa and the other in Ocala. Uh, you know, so I got to agent some matches on those uh, shows for the NXT guys, and uh, I'm digging it, man. I really like it down here. Now, has, has, have you taken maybe one or two, or have they told you, hey? take this one or two guys under your wings and show them or show them how to do a promo or anything like that. Is there somebody that you're kind of giving specific that you're working specifically with or no? Yeah, there's a couple of the newer guys and um, that I'm, I'm working with on their character and things that will help them like bring it all together. Right. You know, who's, who's caught your eye over there that you think something, you know, that maybe uh, be ready for the main roster. I mean, uh, the, well, well, the main the main guy down here that you know you can't help but pay attention to is that Velveteen Dream guy. You know that kid, right. that kid, that kid has it all. Um, but he worked a guy uh, Saturday night named Luke Menzies, and I think he's going to be good uh, down the road. You know, um, right. he, he's got to bring it all together. Right. There's quite a few. There's a big uh, Indian guy down here that looks. Uh, I mean, he looks like Brody, and he kind of right. moves like Brody too, and he has that, you know, kind of that uh, almost not quite the R of Brody. He's not right. there yet because. Right. You know, Brody didn't develop overnight himself. Right. But, man, it, it, you know, there's like normally... You can see normal, there's something there. It just needs to be, you know, fine-tuned. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, right. and that's what that's what they're here for. But there's nobody here that sucks. You I know, know I mean? That. I know you know, that. No, they, that's the best of the best. Now, have you seen my boys, uh, Umbert, the two Mexican guys, uh, yeah. Mendoza and uh, Carrillo, uh, Garza's uh, cousin? Yeah, they did TV, and I think... Um, the Garza kid hurt his elbow or, or something, so he right. uh, he had he had off from uh, the live events. Okay. But um, yeah, man, the the 
they're going to be real good. You know? Yeah, they are. Let me ask you a question. Okay. See, all these guys in wrestling day, they use forearms, okay? Do they teach punching down there at the, at the, at the, at the, the performance center? Actually, I had a striking class on um, last week. Maybe it was Monday or Tuesday, and I was helping a lot of the guys and the girls. I don't think it's something. They brought a striker in, uh, you know, an MMA guy, and it's like. Right. Seth Selly, whatever the guy's name was. Yeah, yeah but he don't right. know how to do pro wrestling right. punches. Yeah, right. <laughs> they yeah, wanted so. a real fighter to teach working punches, and I'm going like, I was thinking to myself, that's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I would, like, and it's kind of funny because Tom Lawler, you know, he he throws weak stuff because he's afraid to hurt the guy. I'm like, well, you just got to learn how to, bro. Right. Well, that's the thing. I that, don't think it would. I don't think it would hurt. That right. you that you know how to throw a real punch, but you also right. got to know how to throw a working punch too. You can't not right. know how to throw a working punch and try to teach other people to do it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Exactly. I mean, but so how did that go, Shane? I, it went good. The girls you, you knocked the a, shit out of it. Yeah, you yeah. throw a really good punch. Okay. So I do. I, I do. And 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 while I was able to help those guys is because I didn't at first. You know, my first couple of years I couldn't punch for shit, right. and so I just I just didn't. You know, I just figured out other ways to strike, you know, with forearms. And, you know, I would kind of do European uppercuts, but nobody in America back then was doing them. So people didn't know how to feed for them and, and I'd catch their chin and shit like that. So uh, I just had to learn how to do it. And I had to kind of learn how to do it the hard way you know, on in there. And um, Bro, that's it was funny. good. Let me, girl, let me tell you. Girl, yeah, but, here, let me tell you. The girls knock the shit out of each other. The girls are down here beating <laughs> I'd rather trade punches with the guys any day of the week. The girls Shane, are slapping them. Go ahead. Let me tell you what's so funny about that European uppercut. Just like most people didn't know how to take them, right? Uh, I was one of them. And I think it was Regal or Finley. And since I didn't know how to take it, he almost knocked me the fuck out. And I was like, fuck, man. That's mm. a, you know, if they catch you right, that shit will fucking put you on your ass. Yeah, you know so up, it's basically an uppercut. They can they're up if you catch it in the chin, like yeah. underneath the jaw. Yeah. I mean, it'll rock your head back. You know, it can, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And so one of the things me and Disco were discussing before, because a, a question was asked in one of the letters, was like back in the day, like you grew up with this type of wrestling still too, where you could punch a guy and a punch was like a pop. You know, woo, woo, you know, and it's punching and punching and punching and the good comeback and the good comeback and you didn't have to kill each other. And the people really got into the match, but people don't really punch anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, if they don't look good, they, people start to see through it, you know, and people start to see through your tricks, you know, that right. kind of kills the act. So, right. Um, right. you know, if you ain't got to, I tell guys, if you ain't got a good punch and don't throw it, you know, if you, anything you can't do good, don't do it. Right, especially a punch, bro, or a chop, because it just kills it, you know. Yeah, and then not, those, not, and then those hurt. No, right. you, 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 don't you agree? A lot of times, the punches that look the shittiest hurt like hell. Yeah. The exact opposite of what I want. Yeah. yeah. The thing, what I, when I've always taught people, the most important thing about throwing a punch is to throw it and not barely graze the guy, or if you can throw it close enough and actually not make contact with him, but if the guy knows how, but you got to be able to throw it fast. Because the thing I think looks terrible is when people pull their punches and they're throwing them slow, which everybody knows nobody throws a slow punch in a real fight. You don't you don't throw a slow punch on purpose. You know, you throw you throw your punch. The guys that have speed and that let their hands fly, uh, that that that's what I like. Like like that, yeah. that's how I teach people to punch. You know, just learn to throw it as as fast as you as fast as you can and make it look like you're throwing a real punch. 
You know, you yeah. don't have to necessarily have to hit the guy sometimes when you're throwing it that fast. All the person has to do is just sell it at the point of contact. And just, it looks like a real punch, you know? It looks like you can really fight, which is a, a very important skill to have. Yeah, and I don't care if guys catch me a little bit as long as it's in the jaw and not the lips. Right. The teeth. Right. Because especially if you start doing a fast one-two, if you're trading with that one-two, mm-hmm. you know, you can get into it. And, like, if you got oh, yeah. 20,000 people up there and they start chanting and they're, they're going crazy when the punches are flying, yep. like – the guys, the guys, you know, we can be knuckleheads out there. We start really think we're fighting for a couple of seconds and we just start yeah, swinging. Right, yeah, you know. But I but did. that's a, but that's such a good skill. Like if you're in the ring and you're just punching a guy and the people are popping, that's like a great. That's like an awesome. It's just a, it's a good match. You know, just when when you're when you're the people are buying it like that. You know, that, that's what yeah. I love about it. But they're generally invested into to who you are at that point. If they care about your punches, they probably will care about anything you do. Right. Absolutely. Shane, um, you've spent some time over at the Monster Factory, right? You've done some camps over there? Yeah. Have you seen uh, Punisher Martinez down there, and how do you think he's doing? Yeah, he's doing great. He um, he uh, he did a TV. He did TV on uh, NXT, and he did uh, two house shows. Yeah. And uh, I, I agented one of his matches uh, in Tampa. He's, he's doing good, and I think he's going to do really good down here. He's going to be in a – he's going to be in a – it's going to be a learning curve for him because on most of the indie shows he was at, he was the, the – big guy yeah he's not always going to be the big guy here yeah you know so there's going to be a curve but from what i've already seen he hasn't had any because he worked this one guy that was down here that's probably four inches taller than him outweighing maybe by 40 pounds wow 40 50 pounds and he, he acclimated to it really well he adjusted adapted to everything so i think there's a big upside have have you seen a very good friend of mine and the mighty mighty di have you seen sir norman smiley there I see Norman every day. Uh. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Please tell he's him to rut. send him our best. Please Baptist. tell him I say he's yeah. a rock. <laughs> okay, and he's no damn good. Tell him he's no good? Okay, tell I'll let no him know. He's no damn good. Tell, him, he's a, tell him that exactly. I said, Disco said, you're a rotten SOB and you're rotten. You're, okay. you're, tell him he's rotten to the core. Okay. And he's a no good well, which SOB. Which one, motherfucker? You've given him like five. <laughs> Rotten to the core and a no good SOB. Tell him I said yeah. that. You'll know exactly what he's talking about. Yes. And uh, tell Norman, what is he doing there? Is he training or what's the, the what, yeah. is he a trainer? Yeah, he's a trainer. He's a coach. Yeah. Tell him, bro, that's my boy from way, way back. Tell him we said what's up, please. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, li- I like training with him too. And, you know, of course, he's got that European style, a little bit different than how right. how I perform. So, but I like that. I like not everybody having the same. If we all have the same outlook and same uh, yeah. delivery, we're all going to produce the same type of guys. So it's good. And he knows the Mexican style. style. And I don't know if you knew this, but for a while he was in one of those like uh, shoot companies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So he's exactly. got a good background. Yeah. He was actually showing me some of his promos from back in the day, and like you know, Norman was never a great promo guy, but right. so it was it was pretty funny to watch how they just on the fly go up to him, and this lady was uh, making him uh, put makeup on him, and she literally put makeup on him for like a minute. Right. You know, maybe even 90 seconds and it's just put makeup on his face and then finally he gets to talk right. and uh i think that was actually in mexico though that's that might have been when he was uh black magic, black magic. yeah what they called him in mexico? Yeah, yeah 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 there yeah. you go right exactly. what you guys think about a uh, wilder and uh theory bro i haven't seen it yet i was <laughs> oh I was wow let me let me tell you <laughs> wilder's a very interesting fighter because he's just like Bro, Dude, he was just—he kept trying to just knock this guy out with a right, a wild right, and like he would throw the punch like six or seven inches over the guy's head a lot. I was like, is his aim really that bad, bro? All he had to do was throw a right hook or, or throw a straight right and come back with a left, okay? Which he just did—he just never did it, and he just missed like crazy and kept missing, and it made Fury look like he knew what he was doing out there. You know, people like on Twitter would go like, "Oh, there's a master class in boxing." Just because, like, like it's like Fury knew the guy's game plan. He's gonna try and knock me out with the right, and I'm just gonna look for the right. Just kept looking for the right. Like, but he he did get knocked down eventually. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it when he got knocked down. I was like, Jesus Christ! I go, he actually got hit by one of those. I was like, Jesus. So, but he the guy got right back up. Uh, but yeah, it was just um, it was a very entertaining fight. I the mean, last the last couple rounds were entertaining. The first. The, it wasn't in the beginning because I, I thought we talked about it here, but it might have been uh, on Xbox podcast or, or, you know, when I was talking to Booker T, too, I was like, I can't pick a winner on this, but it's going to be the ugliest fight you've ever seen. <laughs> right. Because Tyson had- Fury is just unorthodox as hell. He's all over the place. And right. Wilder, I know I've told you guys, Wilder fights like he's in the club. Right. He, yeah. he fights. Yeah. As, he's throwing the club punch from. Right. From ten feet away, he's going to run across the dance floor and right. pop you in the head. <laughs> right. so that's what he looks like. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> like you know, like the but, guy is cussing him from across the room and ticked him off, and he just goes right at the guy and tries to take his head off with one punch. That's what he looks like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but because um, <clears throat> what I had thought at the beginning, I thought Deontay was going to win. But then somebody on the show had said, yeah, but, you know, uh, I said, and, and, and I was like, yeah, but the thing about, and I don't know if he did in this match or not, but the one thing about um, uh, Fury is that he'll move around a lot. He ain't just going to stay there for you to be hit. You know what I'm saying? He's a heavyweight that moves. It wasn't like King Kong Ortiz was just like right in front of him, even though he knocked the fuck out of fucking Wilder and Wilder got up. You know, I heard that in this fight, they knocked the other guy down, Fury, and he got up like at nine and a half. Dude, I thought he was dead. Right. I like, there's no, this is over. That's it. And, so, and dude, Wilder, he did the throat slash it, and he knew it was right. over. So when you watch it, you got to watch his face when he, he turns around and see dude getting up. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's just amazing. It's every fighter's nightmare that you land the big hammer and it don't work. Yeah. Right. That's every people, it was hysterical. As people on Twitter were like uh, tweeting, like uh, do, the Undertaker doing his his, his sit up. Oh yeah, spot. That's, yeah, right? yeah that's amazing. <laughs> that's what kind of what it was like. It's like, wow, you thought it was done, and the guy got up. It's like, what the hell? It was like a like the scene in Rocky where he goes. Can you imagine if they actually booked that finish? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it could happen, right? It, it is. There's been. There's did, been. Did, bro, did, I yeah, for a yeah, fact, did the did the draw bother you? Uh, no, I knew it was there. here's here's what I was saying. Okay, it bothers me. I don't like draws because I think I I think the boxing results. I've always thought 
they're very nefarious. They're kind of a, they're they're a work. Like, what would be the best thing for for what would be the best thing for business, right? So I'm thinking like as after I was as I watched it, I was like, okay, should they give it to you know if they either way there's going to be a rematch. You know that that's what I was thinking. I go if they give it to Fury, you can go, you can have a rematch. You can say, well, he knocked him down. But if you give it to a uh, Wilder, people could complain and say, well, well, shit, like Fury won like nine rounds. It seems like you know. Yeah, but remember, the, none of the still. judges were American. But here's the th- here's the thing about that fucking draw shit, okay? Because mm-hmm. they did it with Triple G and fucking Canelo, and it's kind of turned into the dusty finish. They're going to it a little bit too much, you know, and so. Um, I don't like draws. I don't like to go into a game and it ends one-on-one or two-on-two, either get beat or not get beat. That's like either, you know, you're with a chick, either it's going down or it's not going down. There's no fucking in-between, you know. Don't leave me with blue balls. I don't like draws, so, but, you know, I think there should be an extra round, some shit, or just have it 13 (laughs) rounds. Yeah. Five five more minutes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. (laughs) That's Uh, tremendous. yeah, one extra round should do it because if it's a draw, one extra round should make you know be the tiebreaker. Right. And and that's and it it would almost be like the people would be really really pumped to see that extra round and that adrenaline would kick in almost like the real playoff games, you know, like you know it's out of the fucking ordinary, it's elimination. Yeah, so the, I it, I didn't hate the draw, like I was yeah. fine with that draw in that particular one. Um, the the one judge that that you know made it. Pretty uh, dominant, not dominant, but uh, gave a lot of rounds to Wilder. I didn't see that either. I think I think it made it a draw because of the two knockdowns. Um, but Fury only landed like I think thirteen or fourteen more punches than Wilder did. Yeah. So it's not a robbery if you're down to thirteen or fourteen punches. Now and, let uh, me Wilder, tell you what I Wilder, would do, Shane. Go ahead. I would really, bro, for the for the for the sake of boxing and just the whole entertainment level and everything, cut all that. Remember, I used to be fifteen rounds. And then, you know, now it's 12. I'd cut that shit down to like seven rounds or six rounds, something like that. Just five exciting rounds, no matter what it is. I said that before. That was one of my fixes of boxing was seven rounds is all you need. Yeah, yeah. Disco. Yes. Have you gone like you said you would to get those comics? Not yet. I'm going to do it when I go home. You son of a bitch. No, I haven't had time. No, because first of all, the the comic. Sorry, son of a bitch. I'm going home on Thursday to see my parents. Right. And uh, or this today, I guess, is when when it drops. Um, There's a comic book thing like right near my house back home in Atlanta. But I got to drive like 15 minutes to go to the comic books here in Vegas. So what do you got coming up, bro? Uh, I go well. I'm going to finish finish up here at the uh, performance center and I'm going home. I might have the weekend off. So I get to go home and see see the wife and the kids. See it. Hopefully they ain't moved me out. You know, you never know. Nah, you know she's, <laughs> she's a good girl. She loves you. And it was fucking cool hanging with you guys on the cruise. We literally bumped into each other everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yo, but tell people how to get a hold of you and all that. Uh, at Shane Helms Com uh, on Twitter, Instagram. I'm still in Facebook jail uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> I've been posting, uh, yeah, I've been posting something. They think I'm posting copywriting material, and it's all of my shit. Really? So there's there's a bunch of fake Shane Helms still up, but the real Shane Helms got got job. Are you up. serious? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's, uh, it is funny. It's just annoying, but uh, I, I got one of my guys who supposedly is working on it, but he ain't done shit yet. But we'll what a pain in the ass that must be. That's like fucking trying to get. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of convince him to let you back on, right? 
Yeah, yeah, you know, because I mean, I got a lot of like my favorite thing on there is the memories where I show you stuff from like four or five right. years ago, right? And it's right. a bunch of pictures of my kids and stuff that always pop out. So I check that thing like every day for that feature mainly. Right. You know, so I, I enjoy that. But anyway, uh, the Pro Wrestling Tees uh, store is going good. You know, surprisingly, the three count shirt is is a win in the race. You know, I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Um, and they got a couple more designs for me, and the Keeping It 100 will be on, in the shop soon. With 100% of the proceeds going to me. No. <laughs> Without a doubt, I ain't giving you shit. That's, you're, give, you're a horrible person. You're an I absolutely you, horrible person. I give you two slaps across the mouth and a bucket of chicken. You're a horrible person. <laughs> absolutely horrible person. All right, Shane. So uh, um, Disco's going to buy those comics this week. Okay, right? D.I.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to get that comic from... Uh, from um, Chris Daniels, and we'll talk some comics next week. Oh, sounds good, man. Sounds good. And everybody should right. go see uh, Creed 2. Oh, how is it? It was very good. Very good. Nice. I'm going to check it out. Good. Yeah, that's something I want to check out, too. You know what movie I, uh, that you recommended, Joe, that I might go see that actually made it here? What's up? Uh, remember that movie you told me about called Mandy with it's, Nicolas Cage? Oh, it's, in, uh, it's yeah. in the theaters? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, like the independent type theaters, yeah. but it's in one of those. Yeah, I, was gonna I go the, to that a lot. I was going to get the, yeah. Blu-ray, uh-huh. the Blu-ray or something. You know what else? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for this yet, but I'll talk about it real quick. Is a uh, Vice. It's it's a, It looks like it's about uh, Dick Cheney with Christian Bale playing Cheney. Right. I heard, he, I heard he looks just like him. Yeah, Dude, I saw I the picture. He does. I didn't know oh, it was him he? until the end of the trailer, and they, you know, put like Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 Is it, a, is it a better? Good. Is it no, a it looks better very trans- good. Is that a, does he do a better transformation of that or Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder? <laughs> I would say, I would say tremendous. Tom Cruise. That, that transformation was the, was the best of all time to me. <laughs> That's tremendous. All right. Um, all right, my brother. Thank you very much, and we'll talk some comics next week, Shane. All right, sounds good. All right, thank you for being on. Keeping it 100. Boom. Conan, how's your sleep at night? Uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Depends. Uh, yeah, I had a bad night's sleep the other night. I woke up, my neck was killing me. Um, did you spend the night tossing and turning? Uh, sometimes, like I said, sometimes I do. Sometimes, especially like when I travel and you're you're in different hotel beds. Yeah, sometimes it's your it's your bed, and your bed is probably the most important thing when it comes to your sleep. And uh, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. Okay. Uh, the founders of Purple are two brothers who've been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds and wheelchairs. And in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. The Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses a brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. So who would have thought we'd be talking about sleep and now we're talking rocket science? It actually is rocket science. It was not like the memory from the memory foam I'm used to. The purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus it's breathable, so it keeps cool. So here's the best part about this, okay? These beds are fantastic. Um, They work. I tell you from experience, I use purple mattress. I sleep fantastically. Uh, So we're going to give you, the listeners, 100 nights of a risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, and there's free shipping and returns. So basically, if you don't like it, just send it back. But they're basically betting that you are going to like it, and they're giving you 100 nights to try it, all right? So you're going to love Purple Mattress. And right now, for our listener, 
you will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text Conan to 474747. The only way to get this free pillow is to text Conan, that's K-O-N-N-A-N, to 474747. Message and data rates may apply. Trust me, you will get fantastic sleep going forward. The purple mattresses, I guarantee you that you will love this. Just give it a try. And let me add this because you're the one that told me about it. I originally, I originally got it on that 100-day trial. I've had it almost for a month now, and I thought, well, you know, if I like it, I'll buy it, and I will end up buying this because it's an incredible mattress. Because when I am, like I said, when I travel, since I'm in different beds, I never get a good night's sleep, and I can't wait to get home to the purple mattress because I sleep like a baby. Awesome. Yeah. Get your purple mattress. Boom. And now it is time once again for the Disco Inferno song pick of the week. Yeah, you know when I drink alone I prefer to be 
feel oh so bad The only one who will hang out with me Is my dear old granddad And we drink alone Yeah, with nobody else Yeah, you know what I drink alone I prefer to be by myself Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Respetable público, lucharán dos de tres caídas sin límite de tiempo. En esta esquina, el santo y cavernario. Y en esta otra, Lucero y el culto. El santo y cavernario, Lucero y el culto. El santo y cavernario, Lucero y el culto. Yo, we're back with. Disco's favorite segment of the show, the Mass Republic Minute. What it do, Kevin? Boom. Somebody grilling hamburger or just something yeah, in the background? No, somebody, but I'm uh, making bacon as we do. As we do somebody this. washing their hands. Oh. Well, are you going to wrap the bacon around hot dogs like they would sell out? Yes, I am. Actually, yes. I'm actually bringing the bacon to, uh, to work, okay, because we have hot dogs and chicken wings for Monday Night Football, and I'm going to have a, uh, Texas Tommy. a hot dog wrap. Basically, well, I'm gonna wrap up a hot dog with the bacon and some other stuff in there. I'm gonna have a wrap. How about that? How do you how do you say you hate lucha libre and all things Mexican when that is what you can literally purchase outside of any true lucha libre event? I think you really need to rethink bacon? your stances on things. What does that have to do with lucha libre? Me making bacon. Uh, bacon wrapped hot dogs is like the official you know food of a lucha libre event. I don't oh, well, I'm not gonna have a hot dog then. No. Uh, so I eat the bacon and the hot dog separately then to protest Lucha Libre. See, that, that sounds more like you. Yeah. Uh, so, Conan, uh, just uh, last night, uh, I believe it was, uh, you guys had a big show in uh, Mexico, uh, Guerra, Guerra de Titanes, uh, the second one, I believe, for this year. Uh, there's a, a number of title changes uh, on the show and... and uh, You've got a new Lat- Latino American champion in Drago. You've got new trios champions. Uh, maybe walk us through some of the highlights for you from uh, last night's event. Um, just uh, 
some things work, some things don't. Uh, I think the, um, the 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 things that uh, we did is um, we got over these guys. Um, that new trio of Laredo Kid, Mr. C's Jr., and um, uh, Hijo de Vikingo. You know, all those guys are going to be future stars. They had a incredible match with Poder del Norte. Uh, so, you know, we're starting to make them. Um, Laredo's going to fight Phoenix in the future for the belt. So That should be great. Yeah, that should be great. Um, and so then we had the Ojetes come back. They hadn't been there in a long time and go back to what they are, their heels. So they went back to being the heels that they are. Um, uh, and then, you know, we have to start making people, bro. Drago's been there for a long time and people really like him, just like Aerostar. And uh, so, you know, was this trip? This was Triple A. Yeah. There was Kevin Cross on the show. Yeah, Kevin was on the what show. What? Okay, in tell the me about. Event. All right, I'm not interested in all these Mexican wrestlers. Right. But this is a Lucha Libre segment. Uh, I'd like to talk about the American wrestlers that are wrestling in Mexico. I find that more uh, more interesting. So, what did Kevin Cross do on the show? Kevin Cross, uh, he went up with his valet Scarlett Bordeaux, uh-huh. who interfered uh, liberally, and then at <laughs> the end, Vampiro came in. Right. And uh, when he put his hands on uh, Scarlett, uh, this guy took him out, Kevin Cross. Right. And uh, and the heels went over. Kevin Cross and Blue Demon beat Dr. Wagner and Psycho Clown. So to answer your question, the uh, Kevin Cross went over in the main event in Mexico. So I heard be- that, Klein Rock. I don't need that explained to me twice, obviously. Okay? <laughs> Christ. What, uh, so what else? What else? Uh, anybody else on the show? Was, was uh, Willie Mack on the show? Is he in AAA? What about Brian Cage? Brian Cage was hurt. He was oh, supposed he to wrestle. He was supposed to wrestle Phoenix. Really? That was, bro. Here's the thing that was funny about that. So we put this thing about Brian Cage, where Melissa Santos um, um, explains what the problem is. But this is how fickle people are. Still, you know, and we talk about this all the time. So I'm reading the. I'm sitting next to the guy that handles like the fucking media and shit there, and yeah. I'm reading the shit that people are chatting. You know, mm-hmm. so he said in English that he had a, an abdominal injury and she said his stomach hurts because of, you know, the abdominal injury. Right. So people are like, well, make up your mind. Is it an upset stomach or is he hurt? <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, your stomach's going to hurt if you fucking pull an oblique. Dump. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, okay. Like, okay. But are you saying that you were watching the chat room on Twitch? On Facebook, I think it was, or Twitch, whichever one oh, it was. Okay. I went down so, there. Well, I'm watching both. So, so here's the thing, right? Just from yeah. what I've observed from, yeah. from watching this stuff. So when you have your shows on Facebook and Facebook Live, like the Wednesday night shows right. you have, those are Lucha Libre fans who are coming to watch and are commenting. Now, granted, some of them are going to be smarky as hell because that's just the world right. that we live in. But with Twitch, a lot of what we end up seeing or what a lot of what I end up seeing is – People who are not normally Lucha Libre fans, but they just happen to kind of fall upon it when it's on right. Twitch. And so their comments are even more asinine and like just what, you know, what that person who wasn't a wrestling fan but was trying to be a smart ass watching wrestling would right. comment, you know, oh, that's so fake or oh, that's so dumb or oh, that, that's got to hurt, you know, all th- those types of things. So, so now, I, so now I'm going to go from that fan base, which, okay, you just explained to me who they are, to the people that actually pay tickets. So now we put this thing that Brian Cage isn't going to be there because he's hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Then Phoenix comes out, which everybody knows he got hurt, right. okay? Just about. Everybody knows he got hurt. Plus, if you didn't know that he was hurt, the guy came to the ring limping. 
So he's like, yeah, you know, I want to tell everybody that, you know, I'm sorry, I can't be here. Brian Cage can't be here, you know, because I'm hurt. And the people started to boo, you know, and he almost lost it. And he was like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, like, even though I'm hurt, you know, I'm here in front of you guys. And there, you know, and then some people tried to like to applaud and show, yeah, we respect, but there were still like boo birds. Then Laredo Kid comes out. All right. Laredo Kid comes out and he actually puts Brian Cage and Phoenix over. He's like, you know, I respect you guys because you're professional. We all get injured in this sport and people kind of started to applaud. But once they figured out that Laredo Kid wasn't going to wrestle, wasn't going to wrestle Cage or Phoenix, they started to boo both of them. And I almost felt like that the fans were thinking, well, bro, I came to the show to see you wrestle and you're and you're here telling me you're not. Boo. You know, like that. I think I think that's part of it, too. But I know that Eric uh, from LuchaCentral.com had made a comment to me that he just felt like the crowd in general was just not. They weren't a great crowd last night. They weren't, you know, WWE sometimes. You know, they go to a city where, like, the crowd's just not being a good crowd that night. And he kind of got that vibe from the crowd that they just they, – it wasn't a great crowd to, you know, give you guys the feedback. That uh, It was a know, very hard with. crowd because for some things they were kind of cold where I expected them to be hot. And then the other things they were really hot for. You know, like, they were very hot when we did the match with Park and the Ojetes, you know, out of the blue. They were in the – in. In the arena, they were hot as shit. You know, yes. there were parts of the extreme match where they got real hot, but I think the extreme match sucked the wind out of the out of the place because it was just so wild. You know, yeah. and then it was hard to follow that because Drago yeah. had a great match with Phantasma, and the people didn't give a fuck. But anyway, um, uh, uh, but yeah, I just think that that that's you know like the crowd was kind of like fuck. You know, almost like if you went to see somebody sing. And, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're here, but we're not going to sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what's uh, so what's what's up next? What's the next big thing on the agenda for uh, for AAA? Just expansion, bro. Expansion. We got uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Hopefully we'll be on Facebook next year. They're negotiating that. We already we're back with Twitch again for next year. And uh, we're going back to Colombia. But this time, instead of just Bogota, we're going to do a tour, which hopefully will open up the rest of South America. Um, those are the, the things that I can that I can say right now because I got to wait for the company to say the other things. But there's a you know, the, the company's in a growth period right now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick, uh, of course, you're aware of these uh, WWE tryouts uh, that went on in um, Chile over the weekend. Uh, a lot of talent, not just from South America specifically, but um, a number of talents that you are well aware of and work with in AAA, Vanilla Vargas, Kira, uh, Lady Maravilla, all out there for the tryout. Um, knowing what you know about And WWE, Dragon Bane. Yes, and Dragon Bane, uh, great young talent. Uh, it, we're in a really interesting time where, because of all this competition, it seems like you know WWE is signing up talent uh, left and right. Uh, Ring of Honor is signing up talent. Uh, knowing how they've been, do you see any of these um, talents fitting in with WWE, uh, NXT? Not nothing against them necessarily per se, but do you think any of them? Uh, do, can you see any of them going anytime soon to uh, WWE? Well, definitely, you know, Dragon and, and what's this girl's name? Keita and Lady Maravilla. They're the future, bro. They're going to make it one day. The problem, and I told all of them, was none of you know English. <clears throat> none of you know the American style. <clears throat> and right now they can get you for pennies because you don't have a name. 
wait to get a name like Pentagon or Phoenix and they call you. They don't bring you to some little tryout. But I know they're young and they all wanted to live that experience. So I was like, go ahead because you're all under contract anyway. So let them go <laughs> live that. Right. If they think they're just going to come and steal our talent, they're not going to. But it shows us that we're on the right track because they obviously like some of my talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. But they're, they're all under contract. If not, they wouldn't be here. And that's yeah. the problem you have today because now you've got to worry about Ring of Honor. You've got to worry about, you know, WWE and, and all its, you know, evolve and you know what I'm saying? And all their yeah. little satellites progress. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're ruthless, bro. Well, yeah. Now, if all elite takes off, then they're going to need a whole roster yep. there. Uh, right. Ring of Just Honor bringing my, in right. you know, new guys under contract, right. PCO, right. Brody King and people to help fill in stuff there. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be 2019, man. Well, I keep saying we thought 2018 was a really interesting year. I think 2019 uh, might outdo it. Um, Let me tell you what I always say about those things, Kevin. Yep. You can't sign everybody. Yep. And there's almost like a talent glut. Since it's so easy to get into wrestling for so many years, and, and, and you know this, you know, when you broke into the business, that it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to break into the business back in the day. It's become a lot easier and a lot of people that used to be filtered out for whatever reason, now anybody can be in the business. So there's a big, there's a bigger talent net to cast. You know well, what I'm it, saying? It's it's funny, and yeah, because this this exact thing I brought up the other day, because you know every time people start signing people, everyone freaks out about you know oh there's not going to be talent, there's not going to be talent. And as a promoter, I mean, I used to kind of feel the same way. You know, I would. You know, if you're booking wrestling, then you're always having to think, you know, six months ahead, a year ahead, you know, who do I want to bring in? Who do I want to use? And years ago, you know, if someone that I really was keen on got signed, I, you know, I'd get not, I'd be happy for them, but I'd be sad about it. And, and, and I learned many years ago, especially in this climate nowadays, there's so much talent that right. I don't look that far ahead. And there's always going to be. Plus, let me tell you, roster. let me tell you what I always bank on. Kevin, this is what I always bank on. Sooner or later, there's going to be somebody in WWE that they don't use, right, because they have too many people or they fell into some little political fucking black hole. You know what I'm saying? And they'll get rid of them. And you just get that. You know what I'm saying? The people that mm -hmm. they, you know, uh, or somebody will quit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. So, you know, they're not going to be able to use everybody that they have. It's, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, let's talk real quick before we get out of here. Uh, MLW continues to be uh, just super hot with Lucha talent. Uh, and uh, for those that haven't heard by now, MLW is going to be live on Friday night, December 14th, so just next Friday night, uh, and including uh, Roosh versus uh, Swan, Dragon Lee making his debut against uh, DJ Z. Um, sure, Conan, uh, you, you're going to be part of that weekend of tapings, I'm guessing. Right. Um, and uh, also throughout that weekend of, of Thursday and Friday, L.A. Park taking on Sammy Callahan in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, DJ Z versus Equal de L.A. Park. Uh, Dragon Lee versus Rich Swan. Roosh versus Shane Strickland. And then uh, so, I mean, so Court and uh, MLW continuing really to bring in top AAA and Indie and CMLO talent. A really interesting place to be watching right now. And then uh, when Impact heads back to Nashville for their big homecoming show, uh, genuinely, genuinely uh, excited to see LAX versus Lucha Brothers. Uh, there's been some fun storyline stuff going on down there about the setup of this match, but I am, I'm very excited to see this one when it, uh, when it comes off. 
Yeah. So MLW, yeah, they are they 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 like a lot of the lucha talent. The matches that they've been giving, the response obviously, which was phenomenal in Chicago. So they'll be going to a couple. You know, um, uh, I already saw the list of Hispanic cities, which is good because um, they want to get that lucha crowd that's really rabid. Um, and I'm gonna wrestle with a low key over oh, there in right. Miami. Yeah, you're, you're actually wrest- you're wrestling low key. Yep. Not, not just that. I would like for, I would like for low key to take liberties with you in the match. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a no, it's a no DQ match, right? Right. And word is you have been on rollerblades. Uh, all over the six one nine, getting ready. That for... is false news. That oh, that, is not roller blades, a... roller skates. Oh, okay? roller skates. I'm sorry. Roller I'm skates sorry. are not all over the six one nine. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. How are you training for this match? I'm getting. I'm one of my training methods is roller skating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That gives you good. Like, conditioning. yeah, because yeah, that, that simulates wrestling a lot. You know, roller. That skating. gives you good conditioning. Yeah. Okay. Well, you probably look like a schmuck, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is, that's just an observation. Well, at least I'm not the shunk that was wearing the turkey suit. Yeah, okay. very good. So, well, time out. Shut up. Hey, time out. Hey, can Kleinrock, you make? Let me ask a question. Kleinrock, Kleinrock. What did you think about my record-setting performance on uh, on Impact Wrestling? Listen, we've talked. I've heard you guys talk about it last week. I mm-hmm. cannot sit here and deny that it, in a shocking turn of events, you were probably partially responsible for a Thanksgiving rating going up. I will mm-hmm. give you that. There was a lot of interest. When people heard that, that but let me tell you what on- the interest was, Kevin. Let me tell you what the interest was, because you're giving him a little bit too credit. The interest was a, akin to like when you're in the highway and you slow down to watch a bad accident. It wasn't anything good. Okay. Oh, oh well, look, that's 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 number no. one and number two. I think you should come out with a transparent disco turkey suit uh, out. Uh, oh wait, remember how you came out this. with the transparent, Glenn? Yeah, it was a hot turkey. Yeah. Suit toy. Okay, on the list. Right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. Uh, hey, uh, real quick before we get out of here, uh, we are going to officially announce the location finally for Expo Lucha 2019. Oh, uh, we we said San Diego. And you already mentioned it a couple months ago. No, no, no. San Diego. We, said, we said San Diego, but now I can tell you it's actually going to be coming to you from San Diego City College. Uh, it's very different than doing it at a Las Vegas hotel, and it's actually going to be great for us because it gives us a lot more freedom to bring oh, in a lot right, of other. Yeah, then what you, you know, you know why is because those college campuses are very liberal, and I won't be able to hold my Trump rally because of the the college campus won't allow me on campus. Well, that that might be part of it too, but uh, we've got <laughs> this is a brand new state of the art venue, two stories, holds over two thousand people. We're gonna be able to bring our food vendors that are gonna be much cheaper. Uh, drink vendors, including some adult beverages, probably. Uh, Lucha Libre Taco Shop is gonna be down there, so we're we're building this into more of a is bit of a true festival. That- is it true that you're also running the first annual Dave, Molly, and Meltzer gin and juice and Meltzer rave? Oh, that's it. You know what? Let me let me that is Dave that is, right now and see if we can tremendous. get him booked for that. That's a good idea, too. All right. Well, anyway, more information on that, expolucha.com. And with that, this segment has been brought to you by Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, Aero Lucha, Major League Wrestling, LuchaCentral.com. Does that have heat with you, Di? Very much so. It's my most hated thing on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. I want to thank you for being on the Mass Republic Minute. Boom. Uh-huh.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Más perros, quiero verlos gritar, quiero más perros. Ya los oigo ladrando, que el cartel trae el mando y venimos a I swear to turn Atlantic, night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it. Bridges undercover. I'm an ass and titty lover. Guess we all in for each other. Now that all the dogs free. And we out in these streets. Can you do it? Can you pop it for me? Pull up in a demon on guard. Looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit, it's that Z shit Pull up in a demon on guard Looking like I still do fraud Flying private jet with the rod It's that Z shit, it's that Z oh, shit Blow the brains out the coop Pully on the top but I'm on mute I'ma bust her wrist out cause she cute Fuck her on the yacht, I been no pool She an addict, addict for the lifestyle in the paddock Daddy you ever felt Chanel fabric? I be dripping the death, I need a casket. And we got more strikes in the rough, we foul tech on. In the middle of the field, like David Beckham. All my niggas locked up for real, I'm trying to help them. When I got a meal, got me the chills, don't know what happened. Hot pill, do what you feel, I'm on that zombie. I'm more like a Daffy, I'm not no Gundy. I'm more like I'm David Goliath running. Niggas be cloning, I find it funny. Clone. We from the north, straight out the dungeon. We from the north. I go in the mouth, she comes to me nothing. 300 the watches out of your budget. Me mugging got me clutching. Yeah, and this stick right out of Russia. Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it. Bridges undercover. I'm an ass and titty lover. Guess we all went for each other. Now that all the dogs free. And we out in these streets. Can you do it? Can you pop it for me? Pull up in a demon on guard. Looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit. It's that Z shit. Pull up in a demon on guard. Looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit. It's that Z shit. And a Hellcat cause I'm a Hellraiser. Self made, I don't owe a nigga land favor. When you get that money, nigga, keep your heart. I'm sliding in a coupe, ain't got no key to start. I got to follow me and BET awards. When your well run dry, you know you need me for it. When I pull up in the Buick, you know what I'm doing. If the police get behind me, fleeing in the Lord. Sleeping on the pallet, turn me to a savage. I'm a project baby, now I stay in Calabas. Like I'm still surfing, like I'm still jacking. I be sipping on lean, trying to keep balance. Hit that Z-Walk, dicky with my Reebok. I don't say much, I just let the heat talk. Your jewelry 
still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit, it's that Z shit. Pull up in a demon on guard. Looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit, it's that Z shit. All right, are you guys ready for something that isn't boring, the world-famous disco list? I'm always ready for the disco list. Absolutely. All right, just wanted to make sure. Have you found any further uh, purges for this segment or no? Uh, no, I'm going to say to next week, I'm going to have some pur- – uh, we're going to do the shout-outs. And immediately after the shout-outs, Conan does his shout-outs. I'll do the purges. There you go. You could purge Joe. <laughs> why, why would he do that? I don't bother anybody. Uh, you're kind of a snowflake sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Um, let me see. Uh, all right. Let's start off with the Canadian contingency, Lord Cyrus. Uh, he's on the list. He has, you know, he has not publicly uh, thanked me for the rating on Impact yet. That's true. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of very disrespectful. I'm going to see if maybe he'll record you a thank you. Would that be a... Absolutely, yeah. If he All could right. record a thank that we could play on the show, it'd be great. Like you, know? you, got, you got that, Joe? Yeah, I'll hit him up tonight. All right. Uh, Lance Storm. Uh, he's on the list. Like, yeah, I, I, what's going on with him and Vito? I don't know what. I, what, okay. what? So Lance, I guess, does you know retro Nitro reviews, I, I think with Brian Alvarez, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, yeah, the, I mean, let's be honest, bro. Lance is turning kind of like a mark, you know. Well, I mean, he's doing he's doing retro nitro reviews with 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 the dirt sheet guys. I mean, come on. Well, that's that. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I would tell Lance you're kind of above that. <laughs> they're up to they're up you know? to like the late '99 time period where where Russo had first come in, and you know Alvarez isn't going to be happy with these shows, and Lance is kind of along the same lines. They just they didn't like right. that stuff. So Vito debuts in about November of '99. And Lance's criticism was Vito comes out. Is this out. WWE or WCW? This is WCW, WCW on Nitro. So, right. so Vito comes out, and actually, I think he worked with you immediately, right, Disco? He came in as like a, a mafia thing, kind of. Like, Maybe, yeah, like like that. That, yeah. Okay. So he comes out with a microphone, and it's his first appearance, and he says, I've gotten so sick and tired of you people lately. And Lance said, Why would he say that? That's his first appearance. What does he mean he's sick and tired of them lately? He's, he's never been here before. That was his criticism. And, uh, and oh, I guess I haven't, I haven't seen Vito come back on him, but I did see Vito's uh, wife, I think, uh, taking some shots at, at Lance. Interesting. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, well, Lance is on the list. So. All right. Um, for what? For being, for you feel he's being a mark or a snowflake or what? Or for going in on Vito? I, I, Lance is kind of a snowflake. And, um, you know, bro, Lance is like the typical uh, the echo chamber of like the anti-Russo crowd. And it's just it's kind of disappointing when a guy who got pushed like he did by Vince is going to be critical of the guy that pushed him like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's I mean, I mean, it's just it's not something that a stand up guy would do. You know what I'm saying? It's not something what a you know, you can sit to say, hey, I'm, you know. I got nothing to say. Ba- I got nothing bad to say about Vince. He always took care. That's you know. You know what? The funniest thing is Cyrus. When when they've talked about Russo, you know what Cyrus has always said about about him on the show? No. Vince always Vince always treated me well. That's what he's, what? he's always said. They work together. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, and, when he was and, in that acolyte thing. And, and TNA, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like TNA. So he said, Vince always treated me well. And there's, you know, Lance doesn't, you know, Lance is just in that Meltzer, Alvarez echo you know, chamber where they're just trying to discredit the guy's life. They're trying to discredit his work in the WWE is a funny thing. Right. You know, see, that's the that's the most comical part of that is that they're actually, but but bro, they have a fan base of people that probably believe it because they didn't actually watch those shows. You know. Right. So um, they're they're fake. Well, I hope Lance hears this and beats your ass anytime you're oh, in Canada. Jesus. How about? I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just disagree with him on that. You know. Right. I mean, you know, I got nothing against Lance. I just think he's. Well, his you position, just said he's a mark. Uh, no, no, absolutely, one hundred percent. Sure, he gets. If he's, a, well, if he's on the Wrestling Observer, <laughs> the, the F, the Figure Four Weekly stuff. The, 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 that's a that's a mark site. So that's he, a smart, that doesn't mean he's a, a, I'm not. This is not a derogatory term. He's being a mark. You know, make sure he gets. He's he, he <laughs> dirty guys. So it's like uh, that's fine. But you're not Paul, you're not on this side of the curtain anymore. You know, Paul, you're, on, you're on the other side of the curtain. All security to the stars, including Chris Jericho Lazenby. That's like another that mark. He's a good. He's a <laughs> wow. good writer. He's a mark. He's like, yeah, he's a mark too. He's a mark Wait. too. He, see, he thinks he see, he thinks wrestling's real. I think. I think he thinks that wrestling's no. real. I think he does. I don't look think at his so. Tweets. Look, look at his tweets. I've never really read him. Uh, right, okay. Look at his tweets. All right. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Are we looking at his tweets right now? No, but I'm just saying you okay. can. Just, I'm going right. to tell people, you know. All right. He, Scott Tuggles Diamore. He's on the list. Hmm. Did you have the – we had the – you posted that on a – did you post our exchange on um on Patreon? I may have. A verbal exchange at right. Impact. Yes. Uh, Very verbal. Conan between me and Scott Demore will be going up on Patreon, Patreon this week. Nice. All right. Okay. Uh, Chris Jericho. Okay, Chris Jericho. There's a, there's some t- a story uh, fresh off the press. Yeah. All right. Hot news. Yeah. Yes. Hot. hot news. And actually, it. you know, it ties into our mailbag earlier where I said I wanted to be in charge of the Jericho ice, and you said Jack mm-hmm. Slade has that locked down. Right. Okay, so the story here, I'm getting off Loudwire, but it's it's all it's all over Twitter. Okay. Title is Chris Jericho pummels man for barging into Fozzie tour bus and injures drum tech. What kind of a dummy sneaks onto a pro wrestler's tour bus and expects not to get pummeled? Well, that's exactly what happened after the Fozzie show in Regina, Saskatchewan. After the intruder pulled Fozzie drum tech Jack Slade off the band's tour bus, breaking Slade's collarbone, Chris Jericho chased down the assailant and roughed him up. The story was reported by Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer. Here's a quote. There's apparently a kid who helped play or did some drum work on the show, and the kid wanted to get on the tour bus and get autographs or something, Meltzer reports. I guess they didn't want him on the bus, and he ends up sneaking on, and one of the guys on the crew saw him, and they got into a fight, and the guy actually ended up with a broken collarbone because of the fight, and then he gets kicked out. So Jericho gives the guy a spear, and he's pounding on him from the mounted position. The people who were there watched this and tried to hold the guy away until the police arrived, and then he got away, but the police ended up catching him. Slade confirmed his broken collarbone with a post on Twitter yesterday evening. Uh, tweet says, so after breaking my damn collarbone last night, I realized I'm shit at doing things right-handed. Loudwire spoke to a very reputable source early today who witnessed the incident. The guy was on meth and barged on the bus for an autograph, the eyewitness says. He was told he couldn't just come onto the bus and to wait outside as Chris's family was on the bus. He wouldn't leave and took a swing at Jack Slade. He pulled Jack off the bus and Jack landed hard and broke his collarbone. Chris chased the guy and tackled him. Then security came and called the cops. The guy ran away and jumped the fence and got caught on some barbed wire. Then got into his car and hit a security guard. Cops got him and charged him. He'll be going to jail for sure. Jericho was not harmed in the encounter. All right. I got, first of all, <laughs> I got uh, Al Jazeera uh, posted this story. And <laughs> the real story is, is the guy kicked Chris's ass. Oh, shit. And then ran away. And, uh, and Chris, uh, not wanting to be embarrassed, 
uh, by getting beat up in front of his family, um, just declined to press charges against the guy. Well, the guy was That's on. My, he was on. I, I saw that on Al Jazeera, the Al Jazeera network. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah. All right, uh, Hall of Famer, K100 Hall of Famer, and uh, a father of Chris Jericho, Ted Irvine. Hmm. He's on the list, and he needs to apologize for calling me a punk and a wimp because they'll have to. I might have to have him expo- ex- expelled from the Hall of Fame. Mm. If- uh, Lance Storm's daughter, Rebecca Evers. Uh, she's still on the list um, for throwing shade on Twitter. Yeah, for right. taking cheap shot at me for some reason. You know, call me, call me names. That's okay. a typical snowflake liberal things they like to do. They love calling people names, don't they? Right. You know um, what's a, the North Ka- uh, North Kakalaki connection? Matt, Jeff Hardy, Maxell, Wolfgang, Rebby, Senor Benjamin, and Shane Helms. All of them are on the list. All the rednecks, North Carolina. <laughs> oh. Uh, sexy star. She's still on the list. Is she still on your list? One thousand. <laughs> uh, her explanation for hurting Rosemary. Terrible. It wasn't true. It was fake. Fake news. Completely on the list. Jimmy Jacobs, blue fingernails and purple toenails. Doesn't matter what color they are. You keep saying purple and blue. They could be black, orange, red, or yellow, and they'll still be on the list. <laughs> you were there for Thanksgiving. They were pink. Uh, <laughs> Mark Madden. Uh, he's still on the list. Uh, Vince Russo, his singing, and his Twitter followers. All those are on the list, especially the Twitter followers. Hmm. Uh, annoying? Very annoying. And he, uh, he, and, and he, and he, 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 uh, he goes on his shows, right. like these other shows, and, right. and, 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 uh, and, and slanders my good name. Right. And so these people retweet what he says, and like they, they call me names. Did you once, I, did you once refer to him? I, I think you did, uh, for his podcast giving a voice to the mentally disturbed i th- i may have yeah <laughs> okay uh the conspiracy horsemen uh yeah they're on the they're on the russo brand network so they're still on the list and they try to they try to ambush me and i tore them up one day on their on vince's show i just i just brutalized them stevie richards and ben Heyman. um um how about the those are those guys still bothering you the grapplers no 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 they, I, I i i i blocked them purged them yeah uh Pat Simon Diamond, the Reverse Battle Royal, and uh, the term "watch approved." I'll give. Also, let me see this. We'll go backwards to, to Vince. Vince has that show. He's like I keep picking on Vince. Right. Is he's got that show castrating the marks. Right. But Vince embraces all these marks and gives it and then puts them on his shows, like, like Mike who? Durbin and stuff. And you know all these yeah, all, the, all, the, all these marks. Right. And like <laughs> you know, like, like bro, you're 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 like a mark now. You're doing business oh, with all the, these marks and stuff, so you're you're a mark, you know. And that, that's yeah, I, I think it's ironic you're called you do a show called Capturing the Marks when you're a mark. He didn't like well, that. Ricky Hustle. Uh, Ricky Hustle's on the list because him and um, Kevin Gill, uh, at the behest of Kevin Gill, he made fun of me and threw shade at me on one of his pod on a on a Wrestle Circus PPV. Right. And um, and basically uh, he tried to make up to me at. The what you call it, the reality wrestling, fantasy camp, the yeah. fantasy camp, and try to be nice to me, but that did not get him off the list. What a dick! All right, uh, Marcus Everett, kid that one splat. Yes. Did you see that guy Marty Tude on Twitter? He always posts. Uh, I'm watching the kid that went splat again. I tagged you in it the other day. Did you see that? No. The kid. Uh, the kid. Well, this kid posts. He he thinks it's the funniest thing ever. He just watches it. He's probably watched it over over oh, easily over a hundred times. It was a great uh, video yeah. clip. <laughs> it's, it's, it really is like how funny really, is of that? All, of all the wrestling fail videos out there, it's yeah. it's. I think it's easily the best. It's my favorite. It's but champion, 
It's the championship epic fail Twitter gif. <laughs> Here's my favorite part. When we had him on the show, he actually finished the match. Yeah. I still cannot get over that. All right. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, we still have never gotten the guy that set himself on fire from the Philippines. No. <laughs> yeah, we used to get that, Joe. Jojo Feeney, the Creative Control Network, and the Pro Wrestling T Store. Uh, there's, you know, you always use Joe. Why yeah. don't you just change it to the Out of Control uh, Network? Because you just have so many people on that now, and you have so many ridiculous T-shirts, and uh, it's it really it should be called the Out of Control Network. Listen, I'm in, the, I'm in the business of creating stars. We've got David Radigan, we've got Hambone, and we've got Hughes. No, no, you save this for your shoutouts. We're not going to waste my <laughs> waste waste time <laughs> on my uh, my disco list <laughs> shouting out your 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 uh, your podcast network, right? Because right. it's on the list. It is. Right? Yes. So I'm yeah, but promote it, all right? Sorry. So all, all of that is on the list, the network, the, the T-shirt store, everything. I'm looking at a picture right now from the Performance Center at WWE. Like, Why do all the people have to wear like a T-shirt? Yeah, that says, yeah. <laughs> Bro, like a, me and Vince talked about this. The WWE literally has a factory just, just spitting out wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if one of the wrestlers doesn't get over and gets hurt, they just spit out another one. Yeah. That's literally what's going on down there. Yep. You know? 1,000. Okay. Uh, Shark Boy. Uh, he's on the list. Uh, is there more heat on him because his son was homecoming queen and wore a Pac-Man jacket? Anti. He was proud of him in a in a picture where his son looked like a complete jackass. I think oh, you know it's, it's embarrassing to be honest with you. How <laughs> about Raven? He's on the list. He's not funny anymore. Hmm. Joey DeFalco. That little son of a bitch. He disrespected me the last uh, at the last uh, Impact taping. Right, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to go to one of these uh, upcoming FSW shows to get in his face again. Nice, <laughs> that's on Patreon, right, Joe? If yes, people want to check that out. Yep. Uh, the Burning Man, man. You mean the guy that went to the Burning Man festival and, and went got all effed up on flaca and fentanyl and Wait, thought he man. was the actual Burning Man and just went and uh, ran into the fire at the Burning Man pit and burned to death. Yeah, and bad salts. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's on the list. <laughs> Road dog. Uh, he's on the list. Uh, uh, Jay George uh, He's on the list We got any interviews From those guys We do not have Jay George But we do have uh, Adrian Thomas Returning to Disco List Wrestling Oh Christ Sorry uh, Let's see what this guy's Got to say When we bring up Mitch next We actually got something For Mitch as well But let's let's see what Adrian Thomas has Going on here Disco 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 How you show Your true colors I saw you in that Chicken outfit On Impact man <laughs> Matter of fact It looked real natural On you and since how I saw you in the ring again, I figured it was a good time to reissue my challenge to you. Boom, my yay, Adrian Thomas versus the Disco Inferno. Yo, what's up, Conan? You know what you should do? You should show the Disco Inferno my matches. You got a couple in your inbox right now. Matter of fact, you can even have him review them. Let him see what is coming his way. Disco. Are you the Disco Inferno? Or are you the chicken supreme? I don't know. One of the two is true. And we're going to find out. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you're wondering where I'm at right now. Well, this is where I do business. I'm in the basement of my gym, SSF Submission Academy. Because I like to get down and dirty sometimes. And when I get in the ring with you, oh, it's going to get dirty. It's going to get nasty. And you will be down on the count. Bloody, bleeding, and finished. 
So what do you say, Disco? Are you up for the challenge? Okay. Do you have those matches? Especially have those for matches? the Chicken Supreme line. Do you have those matches? Seth <laughs> no. I'm going to watch these. I, I don't. I will. He says they're in your inbox. Yeah, it might I, be yeah. your Twitter inbox. So send him, send him to me. I want to watch this bum. If um, you don't, I, if you don't have anything, I'll, I'll I'll tweet him and get something. Okay. Yeah. Remember, the original thing was him and the tough guy on the other end, Joe, and he deflected the heat to you, uh, Mitch Valentine. He's on the list. So Mitch sent in uh, a song for us to play. Would you like to hear it? I have a feeling I'm gonna kazoo this very early. Yeah. Go ahead. It's it's the new Mitch Please theme song. Mitch Please since 2016 Flying with angels, dancing with devils Caught in between a saint and a rebel Trying to live my best life Go into it like a WWF fight And the fans are screaming they got my back like I'm really beaming. So beam me up, Scotty. Kicking down doors like I know karate. I got the fuego like Mojave. Getting high is my hobby. Mitch Lee, since 2016. Podcast so ill, it might catch a body. Can't no one harm me. It would take more than the army to stop Mitch Valentine. From doing what he gotta do, he stays on his grind. I'll Just want to say, there's, All a, right. there's about a minute left. I don't know if you want to. Okay, it. so that okay. obviously wasn't Mitch. No. Okay. That's his right. Theme That's song. not that bad. But um, I'm not a big fan of putting wrestling references in rap songs. So well, I'm not a fan at all. You know, can we have a flatulation sound for that? For, for, uh, whenever people like. Send songs in to have uh, wrestling themes because that's what I want to play. And please, people start sending uh, music again for the Juicy Seal of Approval. Even if Juicy isn't on the show doing it, we will do it ourselves. So if you want to bury somebody like that guy that buried his cousin (laughs) and sent in his music or anybody that thinks we actually have good music, send it in. Do we have to to change the uh, the name of the segment? uh, No, Juicy Seal's still good. Uh, Mike Beltran's Mustache. As long as it's dragging on the ground, it's still on the list. Yes. Jeff Lane's room. Oh, God, that thing's still on the list. With all the toys. Right. Do you think him and uh, uh, JoJo play with their toys online? 100%. Or their toys have met each other? If they do, if they ever, if they do, I think what they're doing is playing at WrestleMania. Right. To meet in person. And they're probably uh, DMing Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. (laughs) Right. And they're probably going to go meet in a in a in a hotel room somewhere, mm, right. and they're going to play with the toys. And it's going to be similar to the scene from the movie Slapshot with the Hanson brothers when they're in their uh, when they're in the room playing with the toys, and the coach sees them playing with the toys. Right. And then he runs and goes and tells the owner of the team. Right. <laughs> because right. they brought their fucking toys. Yeah. <laughs> they brought their fucking toys with them. Is there any chance that they're taking fig bats with their toys? All three of them, and then all three of them are like uh, online, you know. I can see them in the bathtub with the toys, taking a bath with the toys. Okay. And touching the toys inappropriately. In, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. I saw on Twitter there's been some requests for Jeff Lane's Patreon to, to do fig baths, and I would just like to say that uh, for $100, I would do a fig bath, but I'm not going to be in the same tub with Jeff. That's disgusting. That's <laughs> absolutely disgusting. What a- Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Klein triple A and Arrow Lucha. You know how my feelings on that. They're still on the list. All right. Jeff Jarrett. 
He's on the list. Wait one minute. Even though he went through rehab and tried to get his life back together? And even though he's posting pictures of hockey games and everything, yes, he's still on the list. He's also going to be honored by the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that's disgusting. So that doesn't get him Uh, off the list? No, of course not. Hmm. I hate the Titans. PWG. Uh, PWG or TWG? Yeah, PWG. They're still on the list. Bro, should we bring Ryan Satin back on or no? If he'll come on the show, I don't mind having him on. All right, because I didn't. Because the last time we saw him in Chicago, he acted normal, right? Yeah. And it'll piss a lot of people off. See right. if you could get Ryan Satin, Joe. Ryan Satin and his girlfriend, Erica Steiner. Both of them are still on the list. Uh, the song, She's a Lady. Still on the list. You guys keep playing it. You're ga- you, both of you guys Do they are still assholes. play that, Joe? Yes, of course. I don't play it. John, yeah, I didn't think you did. Uh, Russian Vids 1. Oh, God, that jackass is still on the list. Especially after the email he sent in. They right. say, you know, you're gonna, bro, you're going to get even worse this right. week. You right. don't tell well, the us. Guy, to, to you brought up. Yeah. Not only that, yeah. He, I like how he talks He about, never really categorically has gone into the Vince McMahon stuff either when I bring it up. He always just starts talking about the other stuff that I have no interest in whatsoever. You right. notice that? And you definitely lost me at the end when you were talking about male anal fucking Birth. pregnancies. Male or anal the fuck yeah. yeah, give me a fucking birth. You were probably birthed anally. That's, you yeah, know. for sure. Uh, here's another low life, Hughesley. Oh, Hughesley? Hello? Oh, He's a list. Yeah. And I will not be on his podcast. Okay? <laughs> and I told you, Joe, if this guy keeps going, coming after me on Twitter, keeps would, asking to be on the show, you need to, if you want to have, have, have him ask the pod, the question that will change podcasting forever, bring him on the show. All right. And if it's not a good question, he will be ridiculed and kazooed. Uh, independent, New Japan, Mexican, and women's wrestling. All of them are still on the list. Uh, Seth Rollins' knee. Still on the list. Can't sell it. WWE Creative. Still on the list. The ratings are terrible. X-Pac. He's on the list. Him and him and Shane Helms had another uh, – they were talking about the comic book stuff in the show, and they, they had some pointed comments about me. I, I don't listen to that show because he's on the list. Right. But if somebody could send us – get us to the transcribe what, what they said and let me know, um, and uh, I'll send it to my lawyer and see if I could possibly maybe get them kicked off, uh, kicked off the air. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Meltzer rating system. With all the stars? Yeah. <laughs> That's <something. laughs> people think that there's people think that there is a that Dave, uh, because he likes Japanese wrestling so much that he has a farm in Japan, okay, that he has a, a financial interest in where the, he grows the stars for his right. matches. Mm-hmm. Right. And part of part of the business plan with that is that in order for him to get a um, to be able to subsidize the farm without having to pay taxes, is that he has to give extra stars for the Japanese matches. That's what I've been told. <laughs> okay. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Talking about that little lady. And the lady is Um, so what, what, what do you got going on on your Instagram game? Are you putting up food pictures? Are you putting, I got a Snapchat. How's that? That's all right. It's the mighty DI. The mighty DI is now on Snapchat. On Snapchat. Yeah. I do snap. I'm in Snapchat a little bit. I don't have hardly any followers, but if anyone wants to, I I take people when I walk my dog, 
when I walk Thorn, and I'll, I'll show Thorn. Thorn is the name of the dog. Yes, right. Uh, he he wrestles with Dudley, the other dog, and they have wrestling matches in the in the in the uh, in the uh, what you call it in the park. Right. And, uh, I used to, I t- sometimes I record those. Hmm. Maybe I'll try to record those with some Jim 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 Ross commentary. Also, you can uh, catch me on at the Real Disco on Twitter. I'm going to try it over the holidays. I'm going to try and get verified, uh, <laughs> make my fans happy. At Disco Master GG on Instagram, uh, Future Stars of Wrestling Vegas on Twitter and Facebook. I train there and I wrestle there sometimes. Ring Warriors is on WG at eight o'clock in the morning. I wrestle there. Uh, the Vince Russo brand. I'm on Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco on Fridays. It's a news recap show. And if you want to, if you're ever in Vegas and you come to Sapphire Gentlemen's Club, the world's largest gentlemen's club, if you want to come there, dial 702-303-3430. We'll send you a free limo to pick you up, get you in for free, and get you a free limo. How about that? Right. And uh, for all of you people. Free drink, too. $90 savings, yes. All right. Um, And for all of you people that are thinking of going down to Sapphires and you want to chop it up with uh, Disco, there is a protocol. When approaching him, you approach him with a compliment, a compliment, then a question. You can talk to him one to three minutes if you put him over additional time if you're not anointing if you're not annoying and you tell them you've got it like that, at no time will there be any direct eye contact. A $20 handshake, which some guy on Twitter just met you and gave you a $20 handshake, uh, you get an autographed picture another round. Do you remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are drunk and or obnoxious or don't put them over, you will hear this. Can you one guy from the front door to back reception? At which point you can tell them you go, girl, because they are kicking you out or you're getting 86, which is permanent removal. In rare cases, they'll just beat your ass, which I love. Um, hugs are back on the table, especially for cute transgenders. And <laughs> wait a minute. Now, this is this is for uh, gentlemen callers. Um, I know that you liked your time down when you were in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from 3 to 5 uh, a.m. in the morning, the hand job of the week is a Vegemite hand job and you can wet you can witness this in 3d or virtual reality unfortunately 3d glasses or vr goggles are not included uh, that is a limited offer have you ever had any vegemite joe i don't think i have no all right uh what do you got going on boom well this week on uh creative control with joe feeney i'm actually going to have uh eric bischoff on which is uh it's a pretty good pretty good get for the show there that'll be out on uh friday uh, on Joel Gertner's 69-Minute Eargasm, uh, released Tuesday, he had uh, Simon Gotch and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Uh, and a move that is sure to get him a little bit more heat, uh, on It's Husey Hello this week, he double dips on a Keeping It 100 guest that we had this week, Kenny Bolin. Kenny Bolin is also on It's Husey Hello this week, so I don't know if that gets uh, Husey a little bit more heat. Uh, what else? Uh, the Wrestling uh, With Reality podcast had a PCO, and actually he broke the news on that show about uh, whether or not he was going to sign with Ring of Honor. So they actually got some coverage on WrestleZone and shit like that. Well, it's only taken you – how long have you had this network on? Uh, April. Since April. So May, June, July, August. Eight eight months. months, This is the first time I've ever seen you actually, you know, make your show sound interesting. And and get a little excited and plug stuff, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so – Real good learning curve there. So good to the guys on Wrestling uh, with Reality for getting PCO and getting us a little, uh, little coverage there. Um, you can check out this, the Creative Control Network on Twitter at the CC Network One. You can check. Wait out one on. second. Is there any show where there's a guest we've never heard of? Not this week. Uh, I was looking and uh, I haven't received. You know. How about the Jay George show? Who does he have on? Well, Jay George does a weekly segment on David Radigan's podcast, which is the un- the unpredictable segment. And uh, actually, Jesus. Saturday's episode included Jay George's unpredictable segment and also 
Dave Radigan's guest, James well, Stratman. Tell Jay George that since the only reason he's there is because he was on his podcast. If he's not going to send us stuff bearing Mitch or Felicia Rose sending us stuff, then he can't have that segment anymore. Can we channel into your network that way or no? I think so. I think I, I think I got some pull with that. I could I could oh. talk to David about it. Maybe get me a segment on there or something. But uh, yeah, like you're can, not in enough segments already. <laughs> true story. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at jfini third and the uh, Creative Control Pro Wrestling Tea stores at prowrestlingtees.com slash cc with Joe Feeney, and that's about it. What is your biggest selling shirt there? Uh, make pro wrestling creative again. Make pro wrestling creative again, and what what logos on that? I, that I, might I, have seen somewhere else. I ripped. I, rip, <laughs> I ripped off "Make America Great Again." I mean, uh, I mean, you are pay, I mean, this. You are yours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, is that everything you got? Yeah, that's it, man. All right. And where can they check you out on Twitter and 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 all that? Yeah, JF Feeney third, and uh, the CC Network one. All right. So you can check me out on uh, K O double N A N fifty one fifty on Twitter and Facebook. Chop it up in Spanish on Facebook. Uh, and um, also check me out on uh, Pop TV Thursdays with Impact Fusion, uh, uh, which is MLW Fusion on BN on on Fridays. Obviously, we're going live in December. We're going to be in Miami December 13th, 14th. Check out those tapings. Um, and uh, we're also going to be January 6th in Nashville for Homecoming LAX versus Pentagon. Tomorrow, AAA on Facebook Watch, Lucha Capit- Capital which is that tournament which ends December 19th. Um, that's still going on. And then Saturday, we have a live Twitch show, AAA TV taping from Jalapa, Veracruz. That's our penultimate show of the year. Um, and I want to thank everybody that's been uh, uh, joining our Patreon. Sp- uh, please uh, spread the word to friend or foe. And thank you for listening to Keeping It 100. Boom. Please support Keeping It 100 with Conan on Patreon at patreon.com slash Conan or conan.me for extra audio content as well as exclusive video from Aero Lucha and Impact Wrestling, Disco Inferno training sessions, listener roundtables, plus so much more. Don't forget to subscribe to Keeping It 100 with Conan on your podcast provider so you can get each episode as it drops every Thursday. Leave us a rating and a review. And check out ProWrestlingTees.com for t-shirt stores for Conan, Disco, Master Public, Hooventude, and that's right, even me. K100 questions at Gmail is the email address to send any questions, comments, or even songs for the Juicy Seal of Approval. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, the famous diamond Dallas page Christmas party, because 1996 was no exception. Of course, anybody who's kept up with diamond Dallas page online or knows him in real life knows that he absolutely loves the holidays, specifically Christmas. And he held a Christmas party here in 1996 at his house, just like he has every year since I'm sure. But here they're actually taping an angle with the NWO and Eric Bischoff crashing the party. And apparently something that wasn't supposed to happen on TV happened of interest here. It's uh Van Hammer running down WCW for using quote, little Mexican wrestlers. And apparently he's, uh, going off about how they're bringing in all this talent from the British wrestlers to the little Mexicans. 
Sparks. And allegedly Dave Taylor and Steve Regal hear this. Regal, who is a bit of a badass, he's heard enough. A couple of headbutts later, and Van Hammer is knocked out cold on the floor. And according to the Observer, apparently Bischoff, who was there, was saying that Van Hammer had very little chance of ever getting back in the WCW in the first place. But now he has no chance. What do you remember about this incident at DDP's house over Christmas? I wanted to give Dave Taylor a race and, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and fit. I mean, I, look, nothing. I, I didn't have any personal gripe against Van Hammer, but what a stupid thing to say. Yeah. I mean, it was just so, it's just such a stupid thing to say. And, you know, sometimes people just need to get knocked out. I was good with it. Amazon is hiring near you. Earn a competitive wage and start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.